And just like that, there's Joe. There's Joe. He's right there. Good evening, everybody. <laughs> Talk Perfect. about hauling ass. How's everybody doing? Fantastic. Awesome. Wow. Look who we got, Mr. Lito and the lovely fantastic. Jennifer. How are y'all doing, man? We're Hello. Good. <laughs> we We're we, well. finally, we finally got to meet them over a month ago in person. That was awesome. Yes. Yeah, a month already. Jesus. Golly, it's good to see y'all, man. How y'all doing? Y'all doing okay? <laughs> yeah, see, I, Pat, we're left out. We didn't get a tattoo. Well, I guess, Jennifer, you didn't get a tattoo either. But I didn't know. I, think... I did not. Yes. <laughs> Pat, we should have got one. Only the, cool guys. But... Only the cool guys. Yeah. Only the cool guys. <laughs> I'm not part of the cool, guys. Guys. the cool kids club. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, so tonight, we'll be talking Final Girls Bloodbath, for those that are out there. Yes, and uh, we got to. Yeah. We were lucky enough to watch it, and we loved it. We, I want a full movie. That's why I had asked you guys if they were oh. be shopping for a full film. That is it. Some is that something in the works? Maybe down the road. Um, I don't know if it's in the works. I mean, you could definitely take this concept and run with it. And I, I already have an idea for a sequel, but we'll see what Ashley says. Ooh. Dude, the, I really liked uh, your composing of it. It was awesome, man. I was like, I, oh. for somebody that has two of his favorite movies that uh, music support with Rocky and Halloween, that was awesome. So, very well done. Thank you very much. I, it's, it's funny because what I ended up doing is the the budget is of the film was so low because that's not usually how it is on these kinds of projects. I actually cannibalized a score that I wrote for a feature film. So I just oh. I took pieces from the feature film score and I I would like watch the final girls and try and think, OK, what do I want here and what do I want here? And then I went to the other score to see if I had it. And then I dropped it in and I sped cues up or slowed them down. And like I even altered the pitch of a couple so they would like join together seamlessly. So because I was just like, I can't write a new score because it's just it takes so long. And, if, you know, if I'm not making money on it, it's like eh, I you know, I hate to be that way, but my time is, you know, important. So that's awesome. Avescence. Ryan, our buddy Ryan in the chat. <laughs> oh, wow. Ryan, definitely the, have the assets to the, play Final Girls. <laughs> with the first uh, borderline inappropriate comment of the night. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and, and we've only just begun. Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Usually, worry, that, have... usually it's one of us three doing that, but we're <laughs> we know better. No, it's mostly Pat. Said... Pat does. It. <laughs> oh yeah, no, actually, wait a minute, Joe. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's Pat. It's not us. Not us. <laughs> yeah, Joe. You'll tell somebody. Will tell my wife, and then I'll hear about it. She'll come oh, down yeah. here. <laughs> if it's you, Brett, then we're like, wow, wow, ready, wow. <laughs> you're like, oh, virgin ears. Ah. Exactly. So you guys should. You guys should be on your best behavior because. Your other halves just show up. Mine doesn't pay attention to this. She's upstairs. She's upstairs grooming the puppies right now. So that's what she's doing. Yeah, MB might. She might make a guest appearance tonight. She. Uh, I invited her, so she might join us, fellas. Well, this this is the final appearance before the big day, too, right? Yeah, that that's very true. We we get married on the eleventh, so uh, we're super stoked and excited. And we went to Worst Fest today. That's why I, I was running a little, little late. Yeah, I ain't rocking the, the attire, but there's only a chance we'd be able to go before you know. Go heading out to Vegas. So super excited. Woo! Yeah. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. <laughs> mm. 
One, I know that's not fucking bottled water, Brett. No, sir. No, no sir. It's not about, is it bottled water? I have something in the freezer. I was going to be <laughs> good today because I've been working out the last week. I've been doing really good. Yes. Are you trying yes. to get Alito or what? Trying to get Alito. I'm, I'm not supposed to be good on Sunday <laughs> nights on the podcast. There's, there's no being good. There's no crying in baseball. <laughs> you know, I, I was I was at the getting a drink, and uh, this guy was like, "Hey, man, do you uh you work out, bro?" I'm like, "No, not really." He's like, "Man, pretty big, bro." I'm like, "Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate you." He's like, "What's your secret?" I just drink beer, liquor, you know. <laughs> Like I was a veteran. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, it, it's all in the presentation. It's not really much underneath. I just get good and fucked up. So, so by this time next week, you'll be yeah. married. You, God willing, yeah. Fingers you'll crossed. Be a married man by this time. Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, t- tomorrow, tomorrow I'll be married twenty-four years. Congratulations! Oh, congrats. Bless yeah. your heart. 24 years. Yeah. Hopefully this isn't the year she kills me. Well, I'll say. Maybe next year, 25th. I don't know how There's she does that. it. I don't know how she does it. I don't know. You and me both. I have no idea. <laughs> hey, oh, man. Who else is in the house? Maddie Hi, Matt. in the house. What's up, big fella? Hi, Boy, Matt. Hey, did oh, anybody get hurt making that? Was there any injuries? The short film. Uh, Were there any? No. I think. I mean, I think it was just the standard crap that happens on independent films like this, like a few minor bruises, um, you know, a few bumped knees and scrapes, and maybe bumped elbows and things because you're moving so quickly. But it was all, it was all very minor. The the thing I was most worried about is because she is so pale that every time I grabbed her arm. You know, I forget because I get pretty deep into character. And I grabbed her arm so hard and I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to bruise her arm. So, Because we did it over and over and over. So, like, I had to remind myself as we got to the later takes to after I grabbed it to, like, open my hand a little as I was holding it and let her kind of control what was going on. Because oh. I just forget sometimes because I'm, you know, in character. And I was like, oh, sorry, honey. <laughs> like, oh, for so, sure. Yeah, hey, Jennifer, fine. please, you know, at any time in this broadcast, please signal us if you're having issues. You know, go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That guy right there. Nice yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's like the... <laughs> What's it called? It... Check. The chicken has left the hen house. <laughs> that Disney film? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Oh, that's hey. got. Hi. Hello. Oh, hello there. Look at that hat. Oh my lord. Where's <laughs> fast? Nice. We're, we're repping the gear. We're repping the gear. Hi, honey. Did the pizza get here? So she ordered pizza and all this shit. It's a big extravaganza. We're celebrating the new film from Mr. Lito and Miss Jennifer. We're excited. Yes. Can you just have a bunch of and meat? Ashley. Are you having pizza? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we find we need anything to like use as a catalyst to party. We have we need any little thing. Anything. Your Sunday's like my Friday. <laughs> huh? Yeah, it's Sunday fun day. Yeah, she's already on vacation, and I'm I have to work tomorrow, but I'm working from home, so I don't have to wake up to like seven. That's sweeping in to me. Greg, that is awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah! So let's get into it. I'm excited. Hi, hi. Chicken. The chicken's in the pot. 
Lito, Jeffrey, when did you guys film yeah. this? What was the time frame? When did you guys film this? Say, hey, I'm trying. I want to ask questions, but I want people to watch this when it's available. Too, Real quick, so. Matt, is that the Odd Couple? Because I'm thinking that's the oh. Odd Couple. <laughs> hey, oh, hey, Colorado. The, the lovely Colorado. Hey, Joey. Person out in Cali, but we met at the bar in the hotel. Hello, dear. How are we? Who sat in with us this past uh, Tuesday for the um, our Halloween watch along on Halloween? Halloween, on Halloween, Halloween watch along marathon. We we went pretty deep into the night watching the original Halloween and other things and chatting away. <laughs> Matt Matt knows his movies. Yeah, we were talking about the chicken has left the hen. Yes, well, he does. <laughs> well, remember Lido Lido has been in a chat with Matt. Remember they're always competing who's going to get oh. it. Matt's got like the ultimate internet. Remember that he's always, yeah, he's got he's the ultimate internet, or his fingers like. Like, yeah. how did that happen? Matt has a higher <laughs> speed. That's what it is. I need his internet. Matt has the single speed internet. Uh, Lito has the couple speed. <laughs> <laughs> He's got bills, damn it. Yeah, he got bills. I think uh, Matt's, Matt types really, really, really fast. Honestly, I think that's what it is. Awesome. Mm. And I did upload uh, the trailer so we can all watch them. Yeah, we'll wait for Ashley to get on here. I do have one comment to make. I think it is i think it's the coming month it's a coming it's coming soon one because there was a couple mm-hmm. of them i saw on ashley's page and it, mm-hmm. it's when jen you're walking in with the other girls i guess as you're walking into the audition mm-hmm. and the look you give them and I, was, I just glanced real quick it looks like you gave them a look like like they like somebody just really farted really bad <laughs> because you're walking and you're like well <laughs> explain why explain why you did that though remember the, with the like, head the head with the head flip yeah 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 we had just been kind of we did it several times and we just started playing around with different things and she went to like whip her hair and i was like oh we we're gonna do some stuff in slow-mo and i was like i kind of just instinctually like just moved and they were like oh do it again do it again and then that just kind of stayed. Yeah, the, the Lindsay, the girl in the middle, when she flips her hair and Jennifer like dodges it, she looks back like, motherfucker. Like it was a look like it, like somebody just took a shit. You were just like, oh yeah. <laughs> like, oh, what is that? Oh <laughs> when we play she it, was, look. Yeah. She was disgusted by their behavior, I think. Right. So. Well, well they'll, you know they'll be on. We can play it again later. Let me just do it so these guys can see what I'm talking about. Hold on. I think it was I think it was this one right here. Hold on. Number one, fight for position because she got cut off, and then when she goes yeah. around the corner, she whips her hair in her face. So I totally get it. Yeah. She had she had stank face. I'd be I'd have stank face. <laughs> hey Rick, what's up, hey, buddy Rick? Girl, who you messing with? Yeah, I get it. I get it. You get it. <laughs> so Ashley's joining us and Lindsay, correct? Yes, at six. Oh wow! Oh. Okay. So they'll be here at six uh, their time, seven your time, and. I guess nine o'clock my time. 
Very nice. And we're all on I'll different be... times because we got that extra hour of sleep this morning, which was nice, but. Yeah, I always forget the, the chime change. That I'm always screwed up with that. So I thought we were an hour. I thought we were going to be really late to tonight, but then we, we gained an hour. So I'm like, all right, we're good. Fall we're back, good. spring ahead, Joe. Fall yeah, back, we're good. spring ahead. <laughs> we're good. So Did you guys? Well, I was just curious. Was there any cutting room floor stuff, or I guess we could? Should we wait to talk about that until? Well, we curious. can. We'll we'll answer a couple of questions real quick, just because I know that we probably want to save a lot of that yeah, for the other girls. Point. But uh, we filmed this in two on two days, and it was supposed to be one day. It was a very ambitious shoot because it was like thirteen pages, I think. Yeah, and that's a lot of shots to get in one day. So. There was a snafu on the first day thing. There was a miscommunication, let's just say. So the studio thought we were going to be out of there by like 6 p.m. And we were thinking like, we're supposed to be here till like 2 a.m. So like we had to clear out. So I basically, you know, took the executive producers aside, which was like us and Ashley and went in a room. And I was like, look, we're, we're not going to be able to finish this film like in an hour that's just impossible like we'd have to be running through every shot and everything's going to be sloppy and the performances are going to suck so let's just stop here and then we will add an additional day at some point in the future and that's because you don't want to do it half-assed so we had to add an additional day months later it took a while to get that day scheduled because we needed to bring the entire crew back and it was tough because they had moved on to other projects um so two days and then there is some cutting room stuff, not a ton. Right. I will I will let Ashley adjust uh, script or let Ashley address script adjustments that were made on the fly. Because originally, if you look at the, the poster for the film, Ashley has um, a bottle and Jennifer has a hammer. Well, there was initially, we had choreographed, there was a big fight scene between our characters and we had safely choreographed her attacking me and me grabbing, you know, the, the hammer as she comes down and twisting her arm and put, putting pressure on her pressure point. So her arm slowly opens and she drops the hammer and then throwing her against the wall and into the barrel and then, you know, coming down. But all that stuff had to go just because, you know, time, time. and money. So it was like, OK, Jennifer, you get no fight. You just get <laughs> fucked up. So spoiler alert, everybody. We should let everyone know. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Brian, what's going on? Hello, Hello Brian. People but I, I like the fact that, you know, with those kind of, you know, restraints, like financial restraints, time restraints, and everything like that, it's like it allows you to become more creative, in my opinion. Like you you start have to, like, think outside of the box. You have to start putting pieces together that normally wouldn't mm -hmm. go together. You know, it, to me, I think it's it leads to more creativity. So I like hearing that, man. That's really dope. That's dope. Thanks. I oh, would yeah. say it, 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 ended up leading to a lot of really interesting choices in editing because yes. Um, yes. when they set, when we got the rough cut from Ashley, it was similar to the final cut in some ways, but the almost the entire middle section of it from the time the girls get there to like almost the time they get like physically attacked. That whole section was so different in the cut that she sent us. Mm -hmm. And Benny, who is an incredible editor and he's an amazing friend, he actually worked on Star Trek Picard that shows you how oh. talented he is. Wow. Um, yeah, he's one of our he's one of our very good friends. We love this guy to death. He's such an amazing talent and so creative and such a nice guy. And 
I told him, I was like, look, we've worked on a bunch of projects before together. We have a history working together on documentaries and some of the films he's done. And I said, we have to, we need to tell more of this story, but I'm not sure how to put more of the story back in because the audio is not clean or the cuts not clean, or there was something that messed up in the background that like was really loud. And one of the actors, like it scared the crap out of them in one of the takes. So like they kind of like, I won't say who, but one of us broke character. So there was like little things that we had to work around, but Benny and I kept brainstorming and kept coming up with these different ideas and different solutions. And I like, I, I told him, I was like, I'll make a bunch of cuts and I'll send you my cut. And I put in sound effects and I changed things and I moved shots around and I slowed things down and I sent it back to him. And he was like, this is a great start. Now I'll take over. And then we just kept talking and he kept coming up with all these amazing ideas because initially it was supposed to be her audition scene and then the other audition scene. But Benny came up with the brilliant idea of chopping them and using them cutting back and forth between the two at the same time. Cause he thought it was, it showed the contrast more strongly. So he came up with all of these great creative solutions that really, and in, in a lot of ways kind of saved our film because there was so much stuff that it would have been even more, I think brief and it would have felt less complete from a narrative standpoint. So I'm glad he was able to do that because I wasn't smart enough to think a lot of a lot of them. So thank you, Benny. <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's awesome to hear, man. Collaboration is is really important, man. There's and now in today's world, you know, it's very rare that somebody comes up with everything on their own. You got so many different mm -hmm. departments and so many different aspects of a film, uh, the creativity aspect, the special effects, the sound, the design, everything. It's a collaborative effort, man. So no, it's good to hear that you had that kind of mind meld you know, to make something happen. That's lovely, man. That's lovely, brother. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm mind melding myself. <laughs> oh, yeah, brother. How did you, how much fun did you have, Jennifer? Did you have, <laughs> did you have fun? Did you have fun doing this during the whole process? I did. I was definitely very nervous at start, at the start, because I hadn't done anything like this before. Um, and I typically like to be behind the scenes. I don't like to have a lot of spotlight on me. I like to be the behind the scenes person. Sure. Uh, so when Ashley approached me and I accepted, I was like, ha ha, what, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> but slowly over the course of the months up until filming, I became very, you know, familiar with the script and we started going through everything, um, choreography wise to the point where it was like, it was just memorized yeah. and you were just going through the motions and just making sure we were staying fresh with everything. Um, but being on set was definitely interesting. Just seeing how all the departments were working around each other and all the shorthand, like all the different like little names for things that I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, like what's the one that, um, C47, C47, they call clothespins C47s. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, there's just a lot of funny stuff that I picked up that I was, it was just kind of wild and fascinating to watch because everybody's totally in their own zone. They know what they're doing between lights and setting up shots and stuff like that. So they're was, professionals. <laughs> yeah. The makeup, I mean, makeup and then special effects, watching that all come together just kind of seamlessly was wild Yeah, for me. That's, that's awesome. I mean, you got to start somewhere, right? 
you got to right. build you got to build on top of these experiences and that's amazing i love that that's awesome yeah. awesome where did people contribute there was this indiegogo was this crowd it was crowdfunded somehow right uh it started off on gofundme and then we that campaign ended and then we switched over to indiegogo very yeah. nice. Very, very cool. I got some more questions, but I, I don't know if we want to wait until the girls get on because yeah, they could, yeah, we'll wait. They could chime in, and uh, we'll go through our usual spiel of stuff real quick. So this way, we got what thirty-two minutes, which I'm sure we can speed through things real quick. We just, as you guys have always seen, we always do our new additions to our collections, which I think aren't all that much, unless Joe went on a went on a tear like he usually does. Uh, oh no. my god, that's not nice. No, so <laughs> pre-wedding, no tear. I no promise. tear, huh? I was, I was I don't, worried about well, that. Well, I, I don't think so. I got a couple of things, but they're not like you know normal. But y'all go ahead. I mean, me, let me grab the stuff. Yeah, <laughs> real quick. I just I did hit spirit the day after Halloween, so I did pick up some stuff for fifty percent off. You always got to hit spirit. An ends mask for fifty percent off. That's pretty yeah, decent. It was forty bucks. I got the ends mask. I never got the ends mask. I'm not a big fan of the Party City ones because they're on top. But I can surgically remove it, so you won't even know. So that I got the, another one of the little uh, pumpkin guys with the knife because this is actually a different mold, so it's actually different than the other year. So I got that for half off. A cling that's going to go on my truck because my other one is like dead to the world. And those lanyards because I act, when I when I when I go to work, I use those lanyards all the time with my ID badge at work and they just get worn out. So I, I mean, 50% off to like three bucks. So I got two spare. So got that. Nice. They, was, they, nice. was, they was rip. And of course I broke down about the, the Dr. Chalice, which a friend of mine is going to be taking from me because I don't want the extra chalice. I simply wanted the, the Tom Atkins signed silver shamrock coaster that came with it. Rad. It's a pretty Rad. big, it's a pretty big coaster. I was surprised at how big, how large the coaster is. Yeah, the coaster, it's it's like this. Oh, hold on. Oh, right here. Look at that guy. Still haven't found a home for it yet. So yeah, it is. Look at the size of it. Damn. It's for a big ass beer. It's for a, it's for a Stein. A Stein. Yeah, really. A Stein. Time of the year for the Steins. We had a bunch of Stein we had Steins. Steins today. We had two Steins today. Steins. What are they? Those? What do they call those? The big leaders, right? Yes. I like those and the little holden. Little holden. With the lemon twist. You're starting to sound like Sage. <laughs> I have some other ideas. Yeah. One of my Kiss fans. Um, yeah. I've, this, I did the solo album rankings, but I'm probably, there's some more stuff that's in the works, but uh, definitely. I could talk all day. I could talk Kiss all day. Like I could talk Halloween. Is that, I, I'm not saying anything. Greg, he, he spelled Kiss with Z's. Is that something like, do people do that? Well, you know why? Because it, he was trying to spell like with the lightning bolts, but there's really nothing. There's no keystroke for the uh, lightning bolt. And God. actually, that's the way in Germany. That's the way they're spelled because in Germany, the S's and the Kiss actually, logo are changed to uh, regular S's or sometimes even Z's because it represents uh, the SS. Oh yeah. So if you ever see Kiss albums from Ooh. Germany, they don't have the regular Kiss logo on them. <laughs> walking in the dark. Oh, you're the best. So you didn't think you'd find out any kiss stuff tonight, did you guys? <laughs> Taught me something I didn't know. <laughs> and Brady sent me some stuff here. Did I bring it, Brady's stuff up? Hold on. Oh no, I didn't. Hold on. But Joe, you get you do yours because I thought I had yeah. Brady's up. All right. So we had we purchased a number of these bastards at Worst Fest tonight. Woo! <laughs> 
So we're feeling pretty good, you know. You're feeling pretty happy. Pretty, pretty good. So at that same location, we did this. I've never done this. MB has, but our caricatures. <laughs> oh, that's so he, awesome. Bro, look at this. They got our necklaces and shit. I was like, you oh, need that. Like, you need that as a background on like a banner. <laughs> I mean, I'm not complaining. He made us look Asian. I was like, what the fuck is that? You got a little Jerry Garcia in you there. Jerry. I know. No shit. That's going to be the cover of your thank yous after your wedding. All right, then of course y'all know I love my Donatello. So these are actually gifts from my mother, my soon-to-be mother-in-law. God bless her heart. Look at this. She got me a talking Donnie. Look at that. You know, I love my Donatello. Cowabunga. Yeah. <laughs> and then I really had my eyes on these, but I didn't want to spend the money, but she bought them. So <laughs> look at this. The Turtles in Disguise Party Pack. Look at this. So you got you got Raphael. Oh, that's Mikey. You got Leonardo as a cowboy. Mikey. No, Raph as a space guy. And my favorite, Donatello as Spock. Look at that. Where's this construction guy? Then it's like the village people. <laughs> so Donnie was the best part because he was Spock. I was like, dude, that's the best. So that's that. And we checked the mail, and we finally got this little bastard, finally. Oh, did they put it in oh, a tight little box? like they? Did? Yes, I couldn't get it out of the box. Yeah, you had like a shoehorn to get it out. Mine was damaged. Yeah. I actually re reached out to them. I went to hear back from them. But, you know, in, in, all, in all honesty, there was no damage to the box. Same with like, mine. I think I Pat got the raw end of the deal on that one. Yeah, I was impressed. I was I like, damn, it's pretty good. It's like vacuum sealed in a box. But this guy's cool. It's very light, though. I feel like I'm buying shit from five below. Like, well, you guys shit, have the H3 like, ones. Are the H3 ones just like that? They're just like that. Yep. The H3. Yeah. Super light, bro. I was like, this is this ain't worth the dog shit. But hey, it looks cool. Looks cool. Um, and then, oh, our friend Bill. Hi, Bill. Good evening, Bill. Oh. Billy. Billy. He'll kill me. But no, that's it, guys. That's everybody. That's everything I cool. got. Cool. Yeah, it was a little fun. Park area. <laughs> Billy. And Brett got uh, basically the same thing as me. He got the chalice figure yes. with the coaster. That's fucking blasphemous. Have I ever seen it? Blasphemous. <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a very uh, sore subject with the collectors, isn't it? Uh, yeah, so and that's why I, I'm, I'm every time I, I mention the 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 uh, 1031 giveaway on my channel. I call it the not so exclusive chalice figure because it's not so exclusive anymore since they just released it to everybody after the uh, H45. I'm sure Sean's been bombarded at a convention somewhere about it. That Halloween movie kind of collector. <laughs> yeah, the kind of collector. Yeah. That, I had a, I had a that, good last that Halloween co cosplay collector. <laughs> Lurch! He was also on our watch along, and you guys met him as well. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's up, man? The big fella. I think what it, Greg asked is the movie out. Which at which movie are you asking about? Ours? Oh, are you talking about the the the, the film that we're talking about tonight? No, not yet. Yeah, we'll have information on that later. Yep, yeah, as soon as uh. Well, one of the actresses as well as the director and the other actress. Are done. they are they out west with you guys? Mm -hmm. Yes. 
Okay. Yeah. We've worked with Ashley on a handful of projects, obviously all through the house. And then um, Lindsay was, we'll let Ashley tell the story of how Lindsay got cast. Cause it's, it's pretty funny. Although it was really frightening at the time. It was like, uh Oh, so awesome. we got to have you guys on for a watch along in, in September for all through the house. I mean, September in December for all through the house. Sure. I was like, we're waiting till next year. <laughs> yeah. Now for December, I'm like, Oh, cause usually in September, we like to do all the horror movies, you know, as our watch alongs and we definitely get, and if we do it, you guys got to come on, we'll all watch it together. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. We, yeah. Absolutely. We can no, tell uh, you secrets. Did y'all get any collectibles? Did y'all get anything new? Did y'all get anything of any sort? Did we? I'm trying to think. No, from but the convention. But no. Well, oh, not from the convention. No, but I'll tell you real quick. Uh, you see this move that way. You see this glass cabinet over here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. From IKEA. There used to be one over there, straight across the room, where you can't see it. And one night we came back from Halloween Horror Nights. And I always check the apartment when we get home for her safety, um, just to be sure that, you know, cause it's LA, you never know. So I came into the office to check the office closet and I looked down and there was just fucking tempered glass everywhere. Oh. And I was like, oh. and I thought someone, I thought someone broke in. So I was like, I, I clenched up cause I was like getting ready to like throw a fist and I rounded the corner and I looked and the whole side of that cabinet just like imploded. What? So, yeah. So, and we we researched it. Right. Apparently, this happens with those with cabinets. The death tolls um, from IKEA. Mm-hmm. I have they two just of them. They're spontaneously right here. explode. Be yeah. careful. Make sure you don't over tighten the top bolts because apparently that's what does it. But I had to take every collectible out of there, and I had I had a the most expensive hot toys figure in my collection. The Don Corleone from the original Godfather was in that case. Oh um, boy! And so, like, I had to like carefully dust him off and use tweezers and things to take the glass so it wouldn't scratch his coat or his skin. And I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like, oh, because bro, that's a bummer, dude. Fuck. I, I'm big into the hot toys. Yeah, hot toys rock, dude. So, yeah. you know, you're stepping on glass just to make sure uh, Marlon Brando's okay. I'm impressed. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. How they just how they just come apart like that? It's it's like they're like the drummer from Spinal Hap. They just explode. That makes me fucking worried. Now I'm gonna be like, what the fuck? Shit! Yeah. I got all my my most valuable shit yeah. is in that thing. Two of them. Yeah. You know what I wanted to ask you guys? Yeah. I saw Jennifer your videos out in South pa- South Pasadena. How much fun was that? That looked like a lot of fun that you guys are having. A lot of it people. It was a lot of fun. A lot of it's- people. It used to be very chill. Like there would only be maybe a like ten people, like at the Myers house or something. And he would go up there and stand and take photos and stuff. We'd move around. Last year we went and we even got there early, and there was like three hundred people right around the house. It was madness, but it was because the Halloween movie had come out. Well, it started. So, I think it started to get like that, honestly, in two thousand nineteen. Yeah, that's when it started to just. The, the population Escalate. of people on Halloween night started to quickly grow like, Oh yeah. Escalate. Yeah. And it's gotten bigger and bigger every single year. So it was a lot of fun, but it's one of those things where it was like, you better be ready to spend time like in the neighborhood and knocking on doors or hanging out or whatever, yeah. because every single street we went down, there was a crowd and it's great because, you know, she looked 
amazing and I, playing Michael is like one of my favorite things. So it's like, it's tons of fun to interact with everybody. But like, I just, I looked at her and I was like, is it going to be bigger next year? Cause like, if it is, it's like, you're not going to even be able to walk down the streets anymore. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's always fun to follow him because the fascination is particular of little kids. Mm-hmm. They're either terrified or they want to hug him and, <laughs> or they want to be held. And it's just like, okay. <laughs> no, and I always just, I follow with candy and I hand it out to the kids and he'll take candy and hand out to the kids. And they just, they absolutely love him. And but you're methoding this, I'm sure, right? You're method, or, or, are you talking when you're doing this, Lino? No, no I, don't I, I never break. I don't you break character. Break. And I, awesome. I do the heavy breathing and everything. And if, yeah. if I, if I lurch for someone, I even do the, <clears throat> like the, from the original Halloween. So I'm usually his voice. Yeah. And I'll tell, because a lot of people will be like, is that knife real? Because it's a big knife. So I'm always like, no, it's not real. He's safe. You can go up to him. It's okay. Or I'll stab the knife into my leg. Like if I see, sometimes I'll see fathers like, which I applaud them for doing, really like examining the knife and like pushing their kid aside. you never know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So when I see that, I, I'm super observant. So if I see that, I like flip the knife around and put it into my leg and it doesn't go anywhere. So they're like, oh, okay, okay. So. Yes. Uh, the we fi- did have a few people call him Jason, and then somebody called him Freddy. <laughs> I was like, no. No, I, I actually, it, I can think, like, if Jennifer has to speak for you, it adds to the spookyism. It adds to it. Uh, like, you know what I mean? Like, like, oh, okay. I'm still kind of scared, you know? Like, I like that. Yeah. It's awesome, dude. I can like, see when somebody calls you. committed. J- yeah. I like it. When you're doing, like, if somebody calls you Jason or Freddy, you're doing, like, the Michael from H2O with this head. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, then again, it wasn't him, supposedly. Oh, my God, Joe, your hair. <laughs> oh, Michael, you, you guys, already had snow. You guys have no idea. We're getting there. Yeah, you guys had snow on in Chicago on Halloween day. Uh, yeah, we sure as hell did. Froze my rear end off outside. <laughs> I miss trick-or-treating. But it was the like kids. 80 degrees here. <laughs> But you know what? Nothing works like here. Nothing works like a Myers mask keeping your face warm. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Gotta love the the post acne from wearing the mask all fucking day. Gross. Oh, dude, because you know what it's like. You know, it's like I wore it for Halloween, and that shit, dude. You get all sweaty, and the next day you have pimples and nasty little outbreaks, and look. Although I'll tell you a trick that I learned during the pandemic, and. I started using it then out of necessity and I still use it today because it helps. If you wear some sort of cloth mask underneath the Myers mask, which I, like I said, I I did in the pandemic, it catches a lot of the condensation. So the, the amount of moisture inside the mask is cut by at least like 50%. So you did that at age 45. That's right. What do you, what do you highly recommend it? Like a, like an old t-shirt or what are you talking about? Like just, Uh, I actually bought him. A, it's Tommy Copper masks. They're really thin, um, but they're soft and very comfortable to wear. Oh, okay. That's good advice. They usually, I, I think, I like on the website they have them in like two packs, or Amazon has them. And you can wash them and reuse them. You can use them like thousands of uses. It says because of what it's made out of. But like, it's not even if you're outside in Pasadena, you're. I'm not worried about COVID. I'm just using it to keep from because like a cold sweat. 
as you know, is awful. Like, and you usually end up getting a cold the next day. So I was like, yeah. if, if it's going to keep me from getting sick, then great. So yeah, that, and also like you get that nasty, funky, like latex smell, like, a oh. smell, like it's on your hair. It's in your pores. That like, smell. It stinks. It's, it's, it's pretty gross. But anyway, I, I digress. I digress. <laughs> <laughs> The best part about putting on a mask, because I, I, I do have like a, a Myers mask I will put on every so often, and I'll just put it on and just walk through the house and the, the look. Well, my other dog used to just bark at me. So I take it off, but the puppies just look like this. Aww. They don't even move. They're not scared. They're just, and as I'm walking, they're just like. Because <laughs> usually they, my wife's like, they're not even running. I'm like, I don't, I think they're just like trying to process it. Like, what the hell? It looks like the fat guy that feeds me, but why is his face different? <laughs> He smells the same. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he smells like cigars and beer. It's got to be the fat guy, but I don't understand what's different. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, so we got fit. We got 16 minutes till they should be popping on. You guys want to do our top five that we've been talking about? You guys have any ideas on it? Ooh, I do. I do. I know I did. Who wants a mustache ride? I do. I do. <laughs> yeah. Super yeah. troopers. Super troopers. <laughs> We can do uh, our quick. We'll do our quick top five. Hold on, one moment. Joe's favorite song. You know, every every time that you guys cut to one of your credits things, first of all, I love all your graphics and the credit things. Second of all, every time I see it, I'm thinking, great graphics. From, uh, <laughs> Freddy's dead. <laughs> Freddy. I'll write that down. That, 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 that might not be so bad. Oh my god! Top we did it. We, we did do. We did do our top five. We did do top five boobs in a horror movie. Oh, you, we we did, never did. And I and, and I missed it. And we also did our top five booby snubs, where we thought we were going to see them, and they didn't show them. You know, because nipples is universal. It could be male or female. It doesn't have my Christmas be, list every yeah, year. Big be, fan. Yeah. I mean, you like hair? No hair. Large areolas. Small. Like, there's so. Did you say hair? Criteria. <laughs> We're, we're a diverse team here. We're not just pro, you know, this is a female and male show. <laughs> sure. Yeah, come on now. Represent everybody. That's right. That's right. Joe's trying to dig himself out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know some yeah. male nipples that look pretty good. Dig up, dig up, dig up. Bill's got a good question there. Is everyone looking forward to the Thanksgiving movie, Eli Roths? I, I, I haven't seen it. the trailer. I saw that there was a trailer, but I got to check it out. Look, to me, it's like oh, a timepiece, like Halloween, Thanksgiving. But uh, his name is great. Isn't it, isn't it Tony Carver? Fuck. Well, you remember, it was one of those phony trailers from the Tarantino movie, the Death, the Death Proof, and uh, what was the other one? I forgot the first one. So now they're finally making it a full-length feature. It's pretty cool. It's Planet like, Terror? Was Planet, it Planet Terror. Terror. Yeah. yeah. Like, what's next? President's Day. <laughs> like what the fuck? They just keep naming holidays after films. I'm like, hey, right. Joe, it's a wonderful <laughs> knife. <laughs> yeah, I, 
it's like, come on, we got Valentine's Day, we got, we got all prom night. Every <laughs> holiday is covered pretty much nowadays. New Year's, did we have New Year's Evil, right? Yeah, yeah. we're here you every know? Sunday night, Greg, eight o'clock. Actually, although next yes, weekend, Greg. I think next weekend we're not doing a show because next weekend, next Saturday, next Sunday, I'm going to see Brother Kane, and Joe's getting married yeah. on Saturday. I'm gonna be. Maybe jacked. we'll do our Tales from the Dark Side thing, Pat. Maybe we could work on that. We or could something. do that. Yeah, we should do that. We talked about doing a watch long of Tales from the Dark Side because we're both geeks. And we love it. Yeah, start watching. Did you watch that, Lido? Back in the day. Um. Yes. That kind of like weird graphic thing they would have when they would yeah. cut scenes. And They're stuff. showing the house and everything. Yeah. Man lives yeah. in the sunlit world of what he appears to be reality. Boom, boom, boom. I love when the guy goes creepy what? music. Yeah, <laughs> Pat, that was good. <laughs> uh, all right, so we'll do our quick top five. We'll see if we can get the get it through here real quick. So my number five top five movie gets me right after because yeah, everybody always has post Halloween blues. As much as we we love Halloween, but the, on November first you get that post Halloween hangover. But to get me set in the mood for what's going to be coming, like the cold weather, the snow. My number five, The Shining. Wow, nice, fun, fun, fun. Yeah. Oh, let's go. We'll go off. Uh, we'll go clockwise. Johnny. We'll go clockwise. Clockwise. Yeah. Okay. Clock. So we're next. Yeah. yeah. You're next. I don't. Okay. So she. So she's deferring to me because she says I don't have one. She says I. I usually just watch what you put on when it's horror. So, <laughs> that sounds like my wife. <laughs> my wife's the same way. Yep. She's like I don't know. She just puts it on. I think uh, I would probably choose Silent Night Deadly Night as my number five because it's. Uh, we usher in the Christmas season really fast in our house. We put, we take down all the Halloween stuff and we put up all the Christmas stuff on November 1st. Oh, because if that? we don't, You're I get people. serious depression. Yeah, if we don't, I get some serious post-Halloween depression. So she makes it very festive and, you know, so so we're, so Silent Night, Deadly Night, we, it's it's never too early to watch it in our house. So Does the music go on though that early too though? Not the music, no. No. Okay. Just no. decor. No. Nice. Yeah, my wife tries. Like, if I get in the car with her, like, if I'm, say, if I'm, like, tomorrow night we're going out for our anniversary and she'll probably drive because she's a backseat driver and we wouldn't have made 24 years if she didn't drive everywhere. I would have killed her a long time ago. But she'll be driving and, and I can guarantee she'll try to put Christmas music. I'm like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> Not yet. Have, I love Christmas yeah. music. Don't get me wrong. No. I love it. Just not yet. You have not two yet. type of people. Yeah. You got the people that hold on to Halloween. And then you got the people that are like immediately as it's over, they're like watching the Santa Claus or fuck whatever. And it's like, and then you have a little bit of a rivalry. You know, you got I don't like each other. Awesome. That's honestly, you know, we don't like each other. And I don't like the people that do that. I don't like the Santa Claus people. I Great don't. film. Dutch. I don't. Love Dutch. The music, the music, it's got to wait until Black Friday for me. We'll just wait. That's when yeah, the music turns the on. The fucking movies, Target is full of shit for Christmas. Walmart. <laughs> like, get the fuck. How do you say it, buddy? Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Don't do that to me. Let me buy the shit that's on discount. You know, get the fuck out of here. Somebody else, I said it myself. Yeah, let, me, <laughs> let me get through my post Halloween blues by buying shit at a discount. Please. And yeah, then we you got, got the rest of the fucking next two months. Whatever. We got we got the radio in our kitchen and I was making dinner what the day after Halloween, so Wednesday. And the one station we have here locally, 939, starts Christmas music the day after Halloween. 
So I blast that the first song is that Mariah Carey song. My oh. wife's like, you better turn that damn shit off and turn, turn it next off. <laughs> turn it off. No, no. Quit stop wait, it. Stop wait, it. Wait till after Thanksgiving. Stop <laughs> it. I turn it to Rain Man. I'm like, eh, eh, eh. So we're at, okay, you guys, you, you said Silent Night, Deadly Night. I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw a different one out there because I haven't watched it a long time, but I remember watching it usually right after Halloween for some strange reason. Stuart Gordon's Dolls. You guys, ever I seen like that dolls. movie? Dolls. Wow. Yes, Stuart Gordon's Dolls. I like dolls. short film, seventy-seven minutes, <laughs> not even eighty minutes long. And you know what? And I think that, okay, we got something in common. I'm gonna piggyback on that a little bit. That's a good point right there, my friend. It's a good oh. choice. Good choice. Got yes. Joe. Big Joe. No, okay, so my film is from 96, Hellraiser Bloodline. So that movie runtime is an hour and 25 minutes. Super short film. It's something about short films that I just love post-Halloween. Because like you get that itch and then you know you can move on. So yeah, have y'all seen that one? Bloodline? You know, that yeah, one. that was the fourth one, I believe, right? Yeah, I can't remember. It was the first, uh, it was a feature, first feature film of Adam Scott, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and I'm a big Adam Scott fan. I love him. Um, he was in that. He was in a movie where he was a dad to uh, the Spawn okay. of Satan. I can't remember the name of the movie. You want to come say hi? Um, the shit was hilarious. But anyway, big Adam Scott fan. It was his first film. Um, Kim Myers was in it. I love that movie. Um, so yeah, that's my that's my number five. Blood. It's got a that uh, that movie. Well, first they just put out a, a box set. Arrow Video in Great Britain put out a box set that has the work print of Bloodline on it that I am oh. very eager to watch because I want to see what that looked like before they did the reshoots and they and they chopped the shit out of it because the yeah. script is actually pretty good. Like good. if they'd have left it as is, I would have. I think it would have been. It would have done much better. Let's it's, just say it's so I mean, fat. It's it, it's a grand scale film. Like it doesn't feel yeah. like it, but like you're dealing with like generations of family and the, the 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 you know in space and all that. Like it's such a great film. Like a toy maker. Like all everything is so great. I love that movie. It's my favorite Hellraiser. Honest to God, except for part one nice. um, and two. So it's 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 that one, then one, then two. Because it's just, I remember watching that when I was younger for the first time. So it's See, great, fu- fu- great fucking movie. You know, I was never into the Hellraiser movies as much, but somebody had told me yeah. that Pinhead's n- not even 10 minutes in the first Hellraiser. Uh-uh. He's like barely in it. I was like, mm-hmm. really? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Bloodline okay. is a specific wine. I also, I don't want to forget, Bloodline also has an amazing score that sounds more like the first two films than the third film. I like the score from the third film. But the score to the fourth film feels so much more like Christopher Young that I I love that score. We should do a watch along of, of Bloodline, all of us. I think we would love that. I, I wouldn't have a problem because it's been a minute since I've seen it. So I, I yeah. saw it a long, long time ago. I know that was yeah. a very popular one, though. Yeah, it'd be dope. Fucking dope. Hellraiser yeah. Bloodline, a.k.a. Pinhead in Space. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's Hellraiser X. Is oh, what yeah. you're Plane, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> but it's not as corny as Jason X. I swear okay. to God. Yeah. It's yeah, not. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Absolutely. It's a given every year. I'll be, I'll have that on at some point. That would probably be my first non horror one. Yeah. Yeah. Good and call. I think I, I think I put all horror on here. Why? Because that's because I'm fucked up that way. 
but this, oh, it's a horror. Po- this is this is a horror podcast, technically. So no, well, we Matt. do com- we do do comedy. Do do we, we do? Yeah, yes, absolutely. We've been we had our stripes <laughs> moments. Yeah, we did stripes. Caddyshack. Um, we did Caddyshack. Major League. Major League. Well, oh, that was a great watch along. We had a lot of people on that one. Which one is like Kingpin? Kingpin was good. Oh, Kingpin's the best. <laughs> Just Boy, throw the ball. Just throw it. <laughs> or this was a watch along right here. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> good God. Oh, good golly. Got a number four. Number four is actually the movie that we're watching on Tuesday night, and we're going to do a review later on tonight. Slumber Party Massacre. You sexy beast. I love that movie. It's like comfort food. It's like Sleepaway Camp. It's the same thing. It's like comfort food. You just put it on and enjoy it and just enjoy the campiness of it. So and that, that killer is going to be at Days of the Dead here next week, and they have to I get mean, him. The unlimited amount of knockers in that film is just a reason to watch it. A lot of boob. It just got that gratuitous. Yeah, let's just, just change our clothes scene so we can. Yeah, and, let's and, just be honest. Like, there's yeah. just an obscene amount of knockers in that film. Not complaining. It was like, I put Big that fan. on any time. <laughs> Joe, I like that hat on you. Keep it on. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> yes, that was my wife passing through. I was trying to get her over here, but she's like, I'm in my pajamas. Leave me alone. <laughs> Try it. Okay, what uh, do you guys got? Okay, so our number four uh, would probably be All Through the House. There you go. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at that. Very nice. Ah. We got to watch it every year. so And we watch it a few times. So Very nice. Very cool. What about you, nice. Brady? Well, this one is not exactly like Thanksgiving, but it involves families getting, family getting together and eating and a little dysfunction. You said it kind of before, Pat. We love this movie. You're next. You're next is awesome. Oh, I oh, love your next. Sharni oh. Vincent. Oh man, she's awesome. Did I say Sharna or Sharni Vincent? Right? I forgot. Sharni. Oh, just, just a great. So, Lido, I, do well, you know like that film? Yeah, it's, it's creepy. Yeah, <laughs> it's different, right? Yes. In the Wait, fun so, so we can so we can end on number four. Joe, shout out yours real quick. Cause I see Lin- Lindsay just entered. The, the green oh yeah, let's knock it out. So my number four is the people under the stairs. Wes Craven, ninety-one. It's like <sighs> so we'll pick up from <laughs> we'll pick this up after we're done. We'll pick it up. So let me just clear this out, and because uh, I don't want her sitting there waiting. That's rude. That's rude. <laughs> so let's welcome her in. Hi. Hello. Hi. Well, Hello. Did we get started already? Well, we joined so, at the we joined at five, and we were just kind of hanging out with the guys because we've been on the podcast a handful of times. Oh, okay, all right. I Old friends. I was worried I was late. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're fine. good. You're, you're fine. fine. You are perfectly on time here. Welcome. So, yeah, hopefully, Ashley will be jumping in soon. We've already seen it. Alito was gracious enough uh, to let, let us watch it first. So, uh, it's fantastic. We, we had so much fun with it. I, I told as soon as we were done, I told you, I said, I want more. I want like a full movie. Let's go. Let's see the rest of it. And you guys were so much fun. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah. How do you say your last name, uh, Miss Lindsay? Lemke. Lemke. Nice to meet you, Miss Lemke. Pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. I'm Joe. This is Brett. That's Pat. Hello. And then, Hi. of course, you know, Mr. Lito and Miss Jennifer. So, yes, pleasure to have you on, my dear. Actually, I had, was it you? Hold on one second. 
I'm flipping through pages because I made notes. If I don't make notes, I don't remember anything anymore. So I made notes. Welcome so, to the club. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's this old age thing sucks. I'm excited. So we're waiting for one more, correct? Okay. I just want to make sure this yes. one is. Uno yeah, we're just waiting for Ashley to join. So um, okay. you guys want to talk about anything about how you guys got involved in it? Lindsay, do you want to tell your, tell your casting story? Yes. Uh, so it was about 11.45 at night, and I was getting ready for bed, which is early for me anyway. And I got a call, a missed call from Ashley, who's the uh, writer and director of this. And I thought it was a butt dial just because usually people text nowadays. I don't care either way. But sorry, I'm blanking out. I had a lot of sugar before this. <laughs> so um i called her back just to see like hey was there a missed call what's going on and she was building up to something like somebody got sick and i'm just like are you asking me to be part of your film and she's like yes i'm so sorry i know it's last minute so i was really excited about it and um it was one of those things where it was i think i had to be up at five or six in the morning it was very early mm -hmm. i had not memorized the lines at because there just wasn't any time really, because I was getting ready with wardrobe. I was just packing a big bag and just getting everything ready for the morning and then learning the lines in between everybody else's take. So that's my casting story. Awesome. Nice. Have you had any acting I credits before this? Uh, yeah, so I started my acting career in Austin, Texas. I had worked on um, a bunch of Robert Rodriguez films in the pretty, what year was that? That was like around 2013. He was doing Machete Kills. Yeah. 62. I was in those movies. Um, and from there, I was doing a lot of commercials and uh, short films. Wow. And it was all within the horror genre, which was really exciting to me because that's, that's my love of a lot of film. Fantastic. Now, now, Robert Rodriguez, I heard he cooks for his entire crew. Did he do that when you were working with him or no? Not, not on the films I worked on. Oh, okay. Or at least not on the days I worked. Yeah, I, I live here personally. I live here. I'm from San Antonio. Um, so for me, it's like I'm a big Robert Rodriguez fan. So those films you just mentioned, that's like, that's like, you know, personal to me. I love those films. I'm a big fan of his. So that's really gnarly. Thank, Me too, awesome. and it was really exciting because I had grown up to those movies, and it was a dream of just, hey, wouldn't it be cool to be in a Robert Rodriguez movie? Yeah. So that all caught me by surprise because um, I wanted to. I was doing music at the time, and it had gotten slow because I had moved from Minneapolis to Austin, Texas, and I just didn't really have a creative foundation. Um, I've been wanting to act since I was a kid, but I just didn't really know how to go about it. So it was being on those films, I was able to talk to people to see. And it was as simple as, at least in that region, getting headshots and going to an yeah. agent. Um, but yeah, when I was on Sin City 2, that was really exciting. And Robert came up to me and he's like, thank you so much for being on this film. He's like, isn't it great? It's like being in the first one. I'm like, that's cool. You're excited about your movies the same way. That's <laughs> like what I'm feeling right now. No, that's, oh, that's, that's like awesome. Ashley's ready to join us. Yeah. Yeah. To me, I thought it's six o'clock. No, <laughs> you're perfectly on time. You're all right. I am. You're, you're fine. You're, you're fine. fine. You're perfectly fine. Perfectly no, fine. No, I'm not. Am I, late? I, I thought the same thing, Ashley, when I got on. What's that? I thought I was late too when I got on. Oh, I, I, how long have you guys been on? Since uh, 
Well, she, uh, Lindsay got here about like five or six minutes ago. Jennifer and I were on earlier because we go way back with Pat, Brett, and Joe, and we've we've yeah. been in a few catching up podcasts. Catching so, up, yeah. We were we just getting up. things warmed up for you, ladies. That's all. We were warming okay, up. I thought That's I was right. so late. I thought like daylight savings screwed me. going and i'm like did this start at five did i not get the right time (laughs) (laughs) yeah no that i was really nervous because i'm like oh my god i look like a a jerk what's going on here hey (laughs) oh hello (laughs) no so so welcome now you're 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 fine yeah we we started a little bit earlier because we were all just chatting and just just going over some other stuff but no it's great now everybody now everybody's here so we were talking about um how the how the project started, you know, where, what, where did it start from the ground up, so to speak? Um, I guess I'll start there. Um, okay. So I went to a film festival with, uh, my friend Jennifer Nangle and, uh, it was for her short film, a film that she was in called Drift. And I don't know what it was about that festival. Cause I've been to plenty of festivals before, but for some reason I left so inspired, like more inspired that I was willing to do stuff that I've never thought I would ever do, which is go home and start writing a script. So that's kind of like where the spark came for me. And then later, like maybe like a week or so later, I was actually on Jennifer Ningle's uh, set in this warehouse where um, I play a part in one of her segments in her feature body count and the studio set the tone for my, my, my idea of final girls bloodbath. And um, yeah, so then I went home and I just started writing the script and the whole time I had Lido in mind. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. <laughs> I like practically like, wrote that for Lido because, you know, me and Leo, we go way back. And anytime I've ever done any kind of uh, work with him, he was wearing a mask. And I know that he's, I mean, he's great at wearing a mask um, because he is really good at being able to show emotion through body language. And, um, but he's but I wanted him to have the opportunity to show his face and and act and have words. And so um, I kept that in mind as I was writing the script. Fantastic. That's kind of where it got started. That's awesome. And that's that's my funny story. So we we met Jennifer and Lito through through a mutual friend on on this podcast. And it was great because we all because we were all from different parts of the country. So we went to the Halloween convention and we were able to meet Jen and Lito finally in person, which was was one of the highlights of our weekend, but it was funny. So that, that Friday night we get there may, may or may not have had a little bit too much to drink. So the next day we, we go to the convention and I'm standing on a line to get something. And st- so somebody dressed as Michael Myers comes over and starts standing next to me. I'm like, of course he's not talking because he stays in character. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, wow, this is, looks great. And he's, he's still standing deal. there. And he's, but he's still standing there, not saying a word. He's just standing there staring at me. I'm like, Great, great. Then finally, got like five minutes go by. He's like, he takes minutes, pats me, Lito. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, oh, like, why is this guy staring at me? You're like, oh. Oh, I love it. It was, it was hysterical. I, I know it. this asswipe. Yes, I got, 
That's that idiot from the podcast. I know who that that idiot is. He finally gets finally get to see each other in person, which was awesome. It was, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, like once once he's in that character, that's it. Mm-hmm. But that's like him with any character. That's how he was on set with as William, just like completely in it. I mean, we have a moment. I mean, my audition scene itself is. I was very impressed that he was able to hold it together in character. Because Jennifer is like, you know, this brilliant audition and, you know, easily in the moment where Rose is just like, you know, not there. So kudos to, you know, Leo for doing that. What I did write down was- was, It wasn't easy. (laughs) What I did write down, because when I was watching it, what the character that you portrayed as Rose, I wrote, I did make a note here, and it reminded me so much of um, what was the girl's name in Halloween um, ends? The one that worked in the office with uh, Michelle Dawson, Michelle Dawson, the red actress. Yeah, she was at the convention. Yeah, yeah, Mm because she's just very, like, you know, almost airy, like very airheaded type. And I was like, my God, this reminds me so much of the girl from ends. It was perfect. It was funny. (laughs) I love that. But I know, love homages. Yeah, and I know <laughs> yeah. we can't get too spoilery to talk too, too, too much. But I did. I was asking Lita before. So on the seventeenth, when it premieres, where can people see it? Um, we are in the process of getting things set up for November seventeenth, um, and it will be through my Patreon page. And um, you just sign up for you know the tier that it's under, and you'll be able to uh, watch it. So. Awesome. Nice. And sh- I was going to say, we'll publicize it on the Facebook page and the mm-hmm. Instagram and her Instagram and our Instagram and her. So, yeah, we'll we'll be sure so to, that you get those. Our links. Instagram, we'll do it. <laughs> I'm, yeah, oh. I am highly looking forward. Uh, my wedding's on the 11th, but then we're going to be on the honeymoon for that next week. And my birthday is on the 16th. So we will be driving home on the 17th for about the next two days. So I can't think of a better thing to watch while we're on the road. Honestly, oh, guys. So we get to watch it. Thank you, dear. So I'm super excited. And you you said something. I was like, oh, I get to watch that on the road. <laughs> Not bothered by nothing. And, you know, it's going to be on the iPad. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. Oh, I love it. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, we're going to give a spoiler alert because we, we will discuss a couple of things, but we won't give every single detail away because we don't we don't want to spoil it for everyone. But we if you want to talk in a grander spoilery scale, we'll we'll either deny or confirm or have no comment. Maybe <laughs> I don't know how the, I don't know how the other ladies want to handle this. So let me see. I made notes and let me see if I get around those notes without being too spoilery. All right, so nice. one scene is I don't know if this is gonna this is not gonna spoil anything because it doesn't make or break anything with the scene with Lido with you with, with the inhaler. Because <laughs> I'm an asthmatic, so I was just like, that's cool, representing the asthmatics. I'm a respiratory oh, therapist, I- by the way, so I appreciate inhalers. <laughs> so yeah, in, inhale away, by the way. Inhale away. Well, Ash, I was gonna say Ashley had that in the script from the beginning, uh, and I just happened to have asthma, so it was easy for me to bring the props. <laughs> <laughs> the real deal. <laughs> like, this is my real medication. I wanted to have like this this suspenseful look. Like I wanted him to come off as creepy, but then you know, then little things happen that you're just like, oh, okay, maybe maybe not so much. So kind of just confuses. 
plus uh, my DP, uh, David Navarro, he came up to me uh, when we were discussing um, our storyboard and um, shot list. Uh, he was just like, I have this, you know, vision of like, you know, alien, you know, like, like Ripley and like, just like the side profile, like coming into the, the screen. I was like, oh my God, that's perfect. That's a perfect introduction. Hell yeah. And that inhale really did make me jump in that scene. It was just like, Ugh, you're right there. Cool. You know, and COVID, you know. <laughs> well, and Lita did such a great job too. So I have not seen his stuff with the mask on, but I was really, really impressed with his acting for this role. Well, I was going to, I meant to say earlier and I totally forgot because I'm a wee bit, uh, uh, a little, a little bit of uh, special cookied. Uh, <laughs> But uh, Lindsay, I was going to say, I said this before in another podcast, and I'll say it again for this audience. You couldn't tell that she was on the fly, learning lines, like maybe kind of having that freak out moment that actors sometimes have, but they keep it on the inside. Like you couldn't tell at all. Like she was really prepared. She was a total mm -hmm. pro. She nailed her lines. She nailed her emotion. Uh -huh. Like it was, it was very easy to play off of her because it was like, you kind of just are this person. So this is really easy because, you know, I don't really have to act too much. So mm -hmm. well, yet, that's what was so exciting because it actually did give me the challenge because the goal is to be a working actress. And that's that's the job. It's not that, hey, it, when you're on set, the reality, I think, especially with uh, day player roles and stuff like that, the reality is there's not enough time to prepare your emotions I don't know what that's like for A-listers. Maybe they get more of that. But when you're there, you're there to work and you're there to nail it. Exciting because the pandemic slowed things down so much. And it was I I do better when I'm in it. You know, acting classes are great. Um, I show up for them, but you're sitting back a lot of the time. So this was really fun way to be able to show up to prepare. I was in really good company. You guys were amazing. You made it easy and just do it. And it's a great way to be out of your head. And you completely yeah. saved this entire project, by the Aww. way. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you. I, I was just totally impressed. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm so not, many lines. I'm not working. I'm, I'm like, I don't need that much sleep. Okay, yeah, I can I can shower tonight and get everything ready. And like, oh my god, it, it was fun. I mean, for me, I was able to get some sleep at night because of you. It doesn't to so me. I it doesn't matter. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, it's fine. I just wanted to interject the fact that it doesn't matter what profession it is that you're in. It's good nowadays to just find people that do their job. And they, mm -hmm. they take it serious and they're professional and they get it done. It's hard yeah. nowadays to find that. So I just wanted to interject mm -hmm. that. So that's good. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Mm -hmm. Well, like, especially like, cause I'm such a newbie to all this, to watch her come in, to watch Lindsay just come in and be like, she's been like, Hey, it's been like five hours. Okay, here we go. And she's mm -hmm. like reading lines and she's memorizing them right on the fly. And like, she had quite a bit of dialogue. So that's called and being a professional physicality and all that too. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was very impressive. You. How I long mean, ago it's... was it filmed? How long ago was it filmed? Oh, was it question? How long ago? Yeah. How long ago? We filmed uh, in. Uh... We filmed. There's two days. Uh, yeah, it was two days. In, you said. Yeah. We filmed in. Oh gosh, 
I know April. I'm trying to remember. March. <laughs> I think April? it was eight. Wasn't it March and like uh, no? It, it was, was March and like. It was only yeah, them when we first met you guys. I remember that. You guys were Yeah, I think, to... I think it was March and wasn't it May? Wasn't it at some point in May? Yeah, is that long ago? Yes, because or it was, was it... month. We... Okay, so then it was April and May. We it need more time something. to do the gory filming, so it was a month later. I remember because I couldn't cut or color my hair. And then I think I did. Yeah. And I showed up with these horrible bangs. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. But yeah, but what I, mean, I was gonna say is um Ashley and I we we had like hung out a couple times through like once or twice through a mutual friend. I think like once we had a coffee meeting and I really liked her a lot, and then I ran into her at a grocery store <laughs> like I think a couple weeks beforehand. And I saw she was doing this project. I'm like, man, I wish she thought of me. That would have been fun. But figuring that you you had been working on it for quite some time and then getting that call was really exciting because I'm like, this looks like such a fun project. And we were like very kindred spirits when I met her. We both mm -hmm. love her. I think mm -hmm. she's a wonderful person. And we just had so much fun working on this together. And like since then. Oh, yeah. That's Same. Awesome. Ditto. Well, when, when everybody does get to see it, you guys have that chemistry where, well, part of it, it is the casting director, which is Lindsay and Ashley, who's, who's uh, auditioning, go back. Like you guys know who each other are. So the way you guys are playing it, you can definitely tell, like you guys seem like you knew each other. Oh, yeah. Because you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh hi. He's going to cast this? me, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The tone you set there was like you guys knew each other. You guys did very good with that. Oh, mm -hmm. thank you. Thank uh, it's, you. it's hard to like who you work with nowadays. It's kind of hard. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And it's hard for it's really it to kind days. of spill out. It's <laughs> well, it's like we've been doing this podcast now for a while. We like each other, I guess. I mean, y'all are all right. Y'all are all right. Y'all are okay. You know, if we... I didn't even know each other that well. It was yeah. just, but like, what the moment I met her, I immediately knew that I liked her right away. And mm -hmm. I think it's yeah. just all meant to be. Yes, yeah, yeah, you could tell when like you meet somebody. Yeah. yeah. Where I was like, she's going to be my friend. I know it. Yes. <laughs> You get the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you can tell. You can tell. You can tell. Absolutely. And we did talk a little bit with Lito and Jennifer, Jennifer earlier about like what they were doing. And uh, one of the things I did write down that I had to ask because uh, I, I remember I was telling my wife about this and she watched it too and she enjoyed it. And what's it like? So basically being in a film with your wife, we have to be that aggressive because remember how you were talking about like when you were grabbing her arm because without being too spoilery about what, what the scene was. What's it like being in that situation? Is it like, you know, where he's getting aggressive, but then later on you kick his ass because he was getting aggressive with you? Right. <laughs> uh, we talked about thoroughly beforehand, before I even accepted the the part that, you know, Ashley offered me because we knew, you know, there was going to be physicality between the two of us. Uh, but we basically came up with a safe word in case either of us needed to stop. Sorry. And we just rehearsed it over and over and over again until we got to the point that we were both extremely comfortable and felt safe with each other and et cetera. I mean, I, I trust him. He trusts me. So in terms of like, you know, physicality, yeah, know, have looked like I was like getting hurt, but I mean, I think she, safe. she knows the history of what I've done. 
she knows that I have experience in stage combat. She knows I have experience in film combat. She knows that I did pretty much all of my stunts and all through the house, including jumping from roofs and windows and uh, running with shears pointed up or down. And I never once stuck the shears through my neck by accident by tripping and falling on them. So I think she, she trusts and she's seen me play basketball and do athletic things. So she knows that I have a good command of my body, thankfully, at least <laughs> still to this point in time, uh, God willing, it'll go on for many years to come. So we just blocked it out. Um, I came up with a way when her scenes got emotional to, trigger her emotions because there is something I, I can't share what it was, but there was something that I, you know, I told her during one of our rehearsals in the apartment, I said it out loud and I just kept describing the vision of it and what it was. And she just within 10 seconds was crying and she's like, don't say it again, save it until we get to the set. And so before she filmed some of her emotional stuff, she, you know, she and I went to a place that was very quiet and we were alone and, um, you know, I just kind of told her, I don't mean any of this. This is just acting. You know, I would take a bullet for you, um, but I need to get you where you're going. And then later I have to throw you around a little. So here we go. <laughs> and so I, you know, I started, I said maybe four words of the, the, what the picture was. And she said, stop. And she started crying. And I said, and I just kept leaning in and I kept pushing her like, you need to see it. You need to see it. You need to keep seeing it. You need to get there. You need to get there. See it more. It's awful. See it more. And she just started bawling and I popped out and I was like, all right, let's go, Ashley. So that's unfortunately sometimes what you have to do to bring it um, up. Yeah. But, at, but everyone was very supportive. And of course, afterwards, after we filmed the stuff that we went through, you know, we just held each other and looked at each other and had a quiet moment and everyone was very respectful of that. So, you know, that's, that's basically what we did. And, and I cleared it with Ashley beforehand. I said, here's what our process is going to be. If this is okay with you. And she's like, that's great. Whatever you need. And she gave us the space we needed to do those things. So hats off to her. Um, well, thank you. Hats off to you too. I mean, I was more than willing to let you handle that. I just knew you would have that under control. So yeah, that's, that to me, yeah, that to me is the most beautiful thing about being in a lovely relationship is that you trust one another and you, you, you know, you allow each other to try new things that you've never experienced before. And that's a beautiful thing to hear, man. I love that. Yeah, wow. it was really, really great witnessing what you two were doing together. And, and I know I mentioned this before to you guys personally and in other podcasts, but I, I didn't know Jennifer at all. I hadn't met her previously, but the whole time, because I was just learning my lines in between, but standing next to her, you know, getting ready for the takes, I thought I was working with a professional. Like I mm -hmm. thought this was somebody that had been doing this a long time and her delivery was really, really wonderful. Yep. Jennifer brought her A game for Thanks. sure. <laughs> Thank you. I tried. <laughs> well, here's one from Bill one of our friends so since they haven't seen it do you somebody want to jump out and sort of give us a synopsis of what the movie's about because ashley just, yeah. um i guess i i can uh without spoiling it um basically there's these two like d-list screen queen actors that are uh that show up to the same audition and they both think that they have the part and so they're kind of like what are you doing here um, 
So they're kind of like just duking it out and battling it out um, during an audition scene. Um, and things take a strong turn when the the on screen or the what's it called a screen test uh leto uh, uh william uh kind of does a a little bit of a maybe method acting you might think it's method acting i don't know you could be the judge of it um and things just kind of like go south quickly <laughs> <laughs> downhill yeah but it's basically Big like time. it's basically kind of the when you're an actor and you're going in for an audition and sometimes you show up to an audition where you're just like oh god like this part's gonna go to her i just know it you know um and it, it's kind of like that real life you know uh feeling that you have mm -hmm. to go through. And that's kind of like what I wrote Tilly. Tilly is that character. Um, kind of, mm. I, I wrote Tilly originally for myself because I've experienced this. And, um, but a part of me was like, no, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna play Rose, I'm gonna do something different. Um, but yeah, so that's basically it. And I, I think Ashley, it's, what I thought was really smart about it is that it addresses those horrors which are horrors for most actors. I mean, I'm old enough at this point, and I I will admit I'm almost fifty. But um, I'm fifty. I I've done this. <laughs> you, you know what I mean. But uh, I've done this so many times that when I audition now, like I'm just like if I don't get it, it's their loss. Like mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but like I was born to play the Joker, or I was born to play Freddy Krueger, or any of the roles that I've been lucky enough to do for some of the big companies, but uh, like Michael Myers, which, you know, a lot of actors would be like, I don't want to do that. But I'm like, Oh, if you don't use me, you're fucking shit up. But, um, <laughs> but I'd like that you address the horror of what goes on inside when you know that's going to happen. But mm -hmm. also you have to admit that there have probably been some auditions. I don't know about Lindsay. I I've had this happen where you go to an audition location. And when you get there, you're like, this is kind of a scary place to be auditioning. It feels like it's out in the middle of nowhere. And if I walk into this place and it's like Buffalo Bill and Hannibal Lecter with a camera and like <laughs> one table no of papers, ever, yeah, yep. no one's ever going to know what happened to me. Like that, that is a very real worry for a lot of actors when they're auditioning or when they get to a set. Like sometimes you get to a set and it's like in the middle of Death Valley and you're like, there's like five people on this crew two of them look really angry and like i don't know if i'm gonna make it out my of safety shoot, is you know? okay here <laughs> isn't this how horror movies start what am i doing here well especially too in like the indie world you know there's different layers of independent filmmaking and there are situations where that has happened i've done um sure. auditions where it's like a group audition with a bunch of people acting out the scenes and then they just they decided who they were going to cast for the part. I think there were like two people that we didn't see on the film. Interesting. So yeah, it, it's it's I've, I've been to some different audition scenarios for independent film. Sounds like it. <laughs> I give you guys credit. I could not do that. I would just I would be so nervous. I mean, I, I play guitar, I play in a band. I've played out for 30 years and and playing guitar in a band is easy, but if I had to sit there and audition, I mean I mean, we've auditioned for people where it's just cover bands and some other stuff, but I've never had a problem with, but like sitting there 
when you have the spotlight and there's somebody's a bunch of people sitting there staring at you that mm -hmm. I, I don't know how you guys do it. I couldn't do it. So there, there's this one audition that I, I went to is for um, 911. It was a, 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 a 911 uh, promo. It was like for the first promo that they had for the, the television show. And I remember there was like a group of people and they uh, brought us all in um, to this like outside and there's like, there's this car and they're like, okay, uh, one at a time, I want you to get in this car and you're going to scream for your life as if you're, you know, drowning. And I was like, instantly was like, oh my God, I got this. Like nobody else here has this. I, I got this. So I went in there and, you know, I did my thing. And then they brought three of us in and changed us all into the same outfit. And I was like, we're, we're all in the same outfit. Like we're not, so we're not all going to be in the same car together. We're I don't know what their deal is, but then they asked, they had the car and it was full of water and they're like, okay, who wants to go first? I'm like, I don't know why, but me, <laughs> I want to go first. And I got in there and I jumped in and I did my thing. They took pictures, like the crew was taking video. It was like a positive, it was so fun. And then I got out and those other two people were gone. So they, they oh, wow. sent them home. So it was like such a good thing that I like raised my hand. I said, yes, like, like I'm first. I'm getting into that cold ass water and uh, and got the, the part. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> wow. Well, well, with the exception of um, this project, you guys want to talk about anything else you're working on now? Is there anything you guys are working on that you can say uh -oh. something about uh -oh. for the future? Anybody? I've got a music project going on, but nothing oh. film related. What's you, music uh, you I, play, I saw in your you play guitar? You play guitar? Yeah, you play yeah. guitar? Mm -hmm. Yes, I, I play guitar for a band called The Lost Tapes. Nice. And they're a uh, post-punk, kind of new wave-ish influence, but mostly post-punk sound. Nice. Yeah. She's badass on stage. Is that is that your you know type of music or do you what is it that you prefer? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the first band I played in was called Apocalypse Theater, and they were an industrial metal band. Nice. Um, I've done some solo stuff. I no, nothing that I've recorded or anything like that because it was a very very long time ago and a different city and everything like that. But I did my solo gigs, um, and then there was a point where it's kind of I have very terrible ADHD. So I'd never thought I would ever take a hiatus from music, mm -hmm. but that's when acting and writing and film started coming up for me, which was really great. And I took a long time to just focus on that. And um, then suddenly the music came back around again. So it's really exciting. And my goal is to balance both of them. Nice. Did you so, get into music at a younger age or was it? Uh, oh yeah. Okay. Cool. It sounds yeah, to me no, like you I, need a, been, an artistic outlet. Like you need, yeah, I like that. You yeah, no, I, I've been a music nerd since I was a little kid. Awesome. What were your influences? Lindsay, then, I'm a big music guy. I'm just curious. What were your influences as far growing up? Uh, my influences, God, um, it's hard. It's hard to, because it's such a vast vast level of inspiration for what I've had. So I grew up to a lot of 60s rock and roll. That's what my parents were listening to. Um, and then 
of course, there was the stuff that was coming out at the time in the, the early 90s, like the grunge era had hit. Grunge, yeah. So uh, Nirvana was a big one. And then I started seeing that women were doing this. And I was watching whole music videos, Babes in Toyland, PJ Harvey, um, all that stuff just gave me that drive because I saw it and I'm like, saw myself in that position. And who else? No Doubt's in that era, I think, too, right? Yeah, No Doubt was, no Doubt was in that era, too, I think. Uh, they were late 90s. Late, yeah. And I uh, like No Doubt. I wouldn't, um, I, I enjoy the band. I wouldn't credit them as um, a big influence of mine at that time. But um, yeah. but I, when I was in high school, then I started exploring more like rockabilly, jazz, um, old school yeah. metal, uh, even the stuff my parents was were listening to. And uh, but what always stuck with me was the goth new wave bands from the eighties. Oh, awesome, love it. Yeah, I'm a big music junkie. I actually have a uh, Bill in the chat. <laughs> Bill's in a band. Well, his thing says the Everscathe, so he's in a band in Chicago called the Everscathe. Right. On. It's uh, it's pretty heavy though. So I don't know how heavy you guys get. <laughs> Ashley? Oh, as far as what's uh, next? Um, what's cooking? What's, what's cooking? cooking? I mean, I'm not exactly sure how much I'm supposed to say. I mean, it also involves Lido as well. But um, my, my brother, who is he's like a does? <laughs> writer and director of All Through the House, um, yeah. he's got his something something very special brewing. And uh, it's we're in the pre-production of it right now. And soon we'll be able to share more about it like actually very soon so i go i i i don't think i can say anything right now yeah we're no, no, we're pretty we're, we're excited we're very excited yeah awesome that's great yes so uh we actually i'm always have music things going here and there for either friends or um, another director I've worked with a few times named Dakota Thomas. He has a feature film that I've scored and he has another one coming up that he's going to be doing. I don't, I'm not sure when exactly the world of independent cinema, sometimes, you know, dates get pushed and, and Hollywood too, obviously with the strike. So whenever that's finished, he's going to send that to me uh, to score. And then Jennifer and I, I actually talked to her about the, this, this morning that I came up with a concept that I've been tossing about my head for a few weeks, actually probably a few months. And I ran it by her today and I was like, would you be interested? Because it'd be a very different role for you, but like, I know you could do it. And I think the concept is really cool because I've never seen anything like it. And uh, it draws on different levels of horror, but it also kind of flips things on their head for one kind of iconoclastic uh, character archetype, let's just say, because everybody views this character archetype a certain way and it's different from its intent and purpose. And I want to kind of flip it back around and turn it into something even more different that I think people are going to be like, I didn't see that shit coming. So, because honestly, I was like, I'm, you're as a writer, you're often looking for like, I want to do something that's going to not ever have been done before. And usually it's, in my brain, it's amalgamations of different things. Like it's a little bit of Freddy or a little bit of this or a little bit of that, you know, because it's really hard to come up with a completely unique concept these days. Mm -hmm. Like when you see mm -hmm. something that's very unique, 
like it follows, for instance, mm-hmm. you're just kind of like, whoa, that's, this is different. I didn't expect this. And it's, it's, I'm not sure how I feel, but let's, let's keep watching it. And then by the end, I was like, that movie was insanely creepy and good and terrifying. And like, I want to see more of that, which yeah. we're going to, because apparently they're going to do a sequel. Yeah. Innovative. Like, innovative. Yeah. 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 But even that film, when you watch it, it draws so much from Halloween. Like there's, there's shots in that film oh, yeah. that are like John Carpenter could have filmed this. So it's like, mm-hmm. you, you're always going to do something that's maybe unique, but it's got elements of other things because how can you not be influenced by other art? So oh, I don't know. That's always. how you get into this stuff. Right? Always, <laughs> always. We we talk about influence all the time because we do rankings and uh, from the seventies, eighties, nineties, sixties, all the way up until today. And it's like everything is influenced from the past. Everything mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. you you take from is something that you've either seen, saw, and you kind of take it and make it your own. It's always You're passionate something. about it's, it. It's always yeah. yeah. You know, it, for us, you know, we always we we critique movies and everything that we talk about on the show it's like our decision making is is decided based on the things that we've seen in the past so whether you're an actor you're a critiquer or you're a movie lover or whatever it is your judgment and your performance or whatever is based on the things that you've learned and taken from the past it kind mm-hmm. of helps create who you are because you take it and you create it and you make it your own so it's it very takes, it takes something and do that and make it make it totally different like we do a segment on here every week because we're big movie guys obviously where we do we talk about what we watch that week and it gives us i like give each other ideas of things we watch that we enjoyed and people chime in and let us know what they watched and one movie that stands out that there was a big buzz i don't know if you guys have watched or heard of it yet when evil lurks oh yeah it's on shutter yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Go. I mean, when you want to see something that when you when you when something comes along that's that different, sort of like they like it follows. Go watch when evil lurks because people it was a big buzz about it. I'm like, what is the big buzz about this movie? So I put it on. It's on Shutter. It's Spanish. It's from Argentina, and so it's it's got subtitles. But the storyline and the premise of this movie and how creepy and um, dr- you feel that dread. Go watch when evil lurks because this is a movie that just really came out of nowhere and it gave you something different for once because it was just a yeah. completely different concept. So that I just had to throw that out there because usually we do our little, um, what everybody watch and we, and we kind of watch a lot of the same stuff. So we go back and forth, but that's one that's out there. It's on shutter. I think yeah, it's on shutter. I saw it's it. It's on shutter. Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys like horror movies and it, it's just, it's just very creepy and very dreadful. I got a question. I'm just very curious as to individuals who are in the, you know, in the, in the business of making film and all that good stuff. Do you, are you highly, do you look at movies and do you like, kind of like, do you like to critique them? You say, I would do things this way, whatever. Are you, do you, are you highly critical of the films that you watch? Are you very particular in the films that you watch? Uh, Like, I'm just curious, like, since you're in the business of making them, like I don't make films. I just sit back and watch them. Like, you know, so I have an open mind. Like, is there certain things that y'all look for or what is it that, that inspires y'all to watch films, not just make them, but watch them. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Um, for, for me, I guess, um, I mean, I like it most when I don't have that kind of judgy, you know, sure. like if you can get me, interested and totally invested in the film 
then I prefer it. The moment that something like comes out, you know, that like strikes me as, oh my gosh, I would have done it this way or that, you know, that's when I get taken out of it. Got it. Um, so that's when I start to do that. And that happens kind of a lot in independent films as well, you know, um, not all directors have the total creative control and be able to do it exactly how they see it. But, um, it, you know, it happens. Sure. Sure. No, I understand. I understand. I'll say, um, cause I've, uh, been a writer producer of, uh, my own short films. And when I was younger, I was hypercritical. I was like comic book store guy from the Simpsons. Yeah. But <laughs> riding high on ego and just kind of not really looking at my own fear of that perfectionism. And sure. once I've let a lot of that go, just as I've gotten older, I find what I look for when I'm watching movies, first of all, if something's bad and I'm losing interest, then all right, I don't see what the hype was about it or whatever. But what I sure. do look for is seeing that whoever is making the film you can see their passion behind it. And I really, honestly, I think at this point in life, when I see people being brave enough to put their stuff out there and be, well, just be brave to make mistakes or mm -hmm. learn because a lot of people's work that's great was considered bad at one time mm -hmm. or yeah. just getting started. A lot of people, like I, I've had negative opinions about other works and then looked at again. I'm like, you know what? That's not so bad. It was actually pretty good. I like what they did here. So I I want to celebrate people putting their stuff out there and creating because that's really, and I think it's more important than ever right now. Yeah, because um, you're definitely putting yourself out there and that's yeah. scary. And I, no. I know that if I see, you know, the uniqueness or people taking risk, um, again, because so much stuff has been done, really seeing the influence in there, I love seeing that. I love seeing directors take from older mm -hmm. films. And I worked on a film called Virgin Cheerleaders and Chains and uh, Paulo Biscaya Filho was the director of that. And I remember it was before my kill scene, um, going up the stairs, the killer, he wanted to do this Nosferatu shadow coming up there and seeing wow. him come up with that on a whim was just, that's brilliant. I love that. Yeah. No, I, I totally yeah. respect that. You know, go ahead, Lito, I'm sorry. No, it's it's cool. Go ahead. No, I, I mean as a, as a film watcher, I I you know I'm I'm not sure if I speak for everybody. It's like we we don't hold ourselves too critical of the films that we watch nowadays because everybody's mm -hmm. always trying to up the ante and always trying to you know shock everybody and try to be different and be outside the. I just like when things are different and people are creative and they try. And I, I understand what you're saying. It's just people are just trying to just just be artistic. We appreciate mm -hmm. that as, as watchers of this kind of stuff. It's like mm -hmm. if you, you can see if people are trying and you can yeah. see definitely when people are not. And I'm not going to say na movies by name. I'm yeah, not going to do that. Very yeah, easy. Going there. That. Maybe somebody yeah. got lucky and they got money thrown at them. And they exactly. I, you know, you can see that. But yeah. what I love yeah. about this genre, I, I'm at the point where I'm like, you can make me laugh that that made my day. I'm happy. I love yeah. uh, horror comedy. That's become a big go-to for me now. And I think because so much stuff has been done, I think, and bad stuff that we're yeah. celebrating. I, I love celebrating camp horror that mm -hmm. it's so bad. It's good. Or is it just good? Oh, 
You, you, it, it's just a fun time to watch. <laughs> yeah. I fall asleep to a lot of this stuff, and it's just, mm -hmm. I don't know, it's just one of those comfort things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we... And, just, and just ask imagine. my wife how often I sleep in our bed, because there's nothing there, there's nothing wrong. Plus, <laughs> the two dogs take up half the bed, so I'd rather sleep elsewhere. But down here, I have like a theater room where every night I put on a different movie where I'm trying to watch, usually horror or something, mm -hmm. where I've been on this kick where I'm trying to watch as many bad horror movies on Tubi as I could possibly find and stand. <sighs> So usually I throw the I throw them on and I just put them on and I've, I've got a couple of doozies I could talk about. But There's I'm very I'm very sure. easy to please. If yeah. if if it's interesting, even if it's that bad, sometimes it's so like you said, it's so bad, it's good. It's like I, I'll tell these guys, I'm like, I watched this movie last night that was so damn bad. You gotta watch it because yeah. it keep kept my interest through the whole movie. Oh, not and skin marink, Pat, right? <laughs> anything but skin marink. Yeah, but no, honestly, oh, it, on it's that. Good point. That's a great point because the, the the focus of tonight is we were gonna do a review of Slumber Party Massacre, so I'm not sure if you're a fan of that film, but we all are. I know we the three guys yeah. are. So I like I like the second one. The, the metal one, the guy with the guitar. Oh, the guitar. You like the, I like um... the leg dance? I, I'm a big <laughs> fan of that leg dance. Whatever the fuck he was doing. <laughs> he, he thought he thought he was Andrew Dice Clay. That movie is so bad, it's good. That's what's that? That's, that's a movie, movie that's so bad, that's, it's good. That's what we're talking about, you know? What's okay. that other one? Well, oh, Trick or Treat. Lindsay, do you like Trick or Treat from the 80s? Did you ever see that film? See that's trick a treat. Yeah. Not Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat. Not yet. Weird, and, and I hate this. Everything I watched up until the age of, I don't know, my mid-20s, I can remember. Anything I've watched after that, I don't remember. I'm sure I've seen it. I just, it's a blur to me. Music and horror. That's what it is. Right, Pat? That's the easiest way to say it. What's that? <laughs> it's horror and uh, music. Horror music, music. Yeah. It is, oh, it is. Okay. I, I'll Maybe I haven't seen it. I'll have to give that a shot. I know it's it's Gene, Gene Simmons, a watch list. I know that. Gene Simmons and Ozzy have like a cameo. Gene Simmons in and Ozzy have ca yeah. cameos in it. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen it. But I also fall into a lot of horror <laughs> movies, so maybe it's when I started. Yeah. I love I, the B movies. I, I tell you, it, see, it's it, like, you guys, like you guys talked about putting yeah. yourself out there. So my story is, I I became good friends with these guys, like two of my best friends now through this, because for years I would just sit and watch horror movies. These are all CDs back here. Like Lindsay, I've been a guitar player for I'm 51 for 40 years. So I'm a big music guy. I'm a big horror guy. I'm that guy. So for years, my wife is saying she would call me the bull of useless knowledge. And she still does, as a matter of fact, because I would just talk movies like this. like I, And then I, when, I, when I met Joe and Brett and we started this, I was like, you guys, you're like me. You're just like long lost brothers, <laughs> like long lost brothers, because yeah, because you. Oh. So, so I when you were talking about like putting yourself out there, this is like the thing. When I told my wife I was going to do this, and we were going to start doing like a, a little podcast where we talk about horror and music and and whatnot. And she's like, as long as I don't have to listen to it anymore, that's fine. Just go do it. Because <laughs> we just talk about. Now you have your own avenue for it. <laughs> <laughs> but but to her to her credit, she did come to the Halloween convention. She didn't go inside the convention though, but she came to the convention and hung out. But she met, came. <laughs> yeah, she, she she did but, come. But yeah, so she puts up with my way, media when it comes to music and horror. Before before we forget, we recently saw the movie Thank Thanks Killing, oh. which is a bad movie to be a bad movie. I did laugh a lot. But it was awful. Yeah, if you're I looking for if you're looking for a bad one, 
Yeah. I remember th- Thanks Killing, and I've seen it. I've, I've not seen it, admittedly, but I've heard of it. Yeah. It, and it, just with a name like Thanks Killing. Yeah. Yeah. I had high yeah. that one. There's like a few of them. There's Thanks Killing 2 and 3. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, um, well, I think not, not to get too graphic because there's women present, but one night, uh, a buddy of mine who since past time, we used to watch horror movies all the time. We just hang out at his house and watch horror movies. And we found this one horror movie. And I got to look up the name of it. I can't remember it. I found it for a friend. And it's it's so bad. It's basically about this guy who has a killer penis that detaches and kills people. Now, sure. okay, just picture this. And you'd think you would never... It's sort of like through the whole movie, it kills people. It kills people, but you don't kind of see it until the very end when we were sitting there, and all of a sudden it was a claymation thing. So that might be one of the worst ones I've seen. That's Gives crazy. you like the <laughs> Gary Busey Ginger Man Gingerbread Man look, right? <laughs> yeah, it was uh, that one I had to turn off. It was too much. Whatever was happening in the beginning, <laughs> I was like. <laughs> No, oh, there's a couple of those. <laughs> there's some there's some really bad ones, but sometimes they're so bad they're good. Mm-hmm. They are. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so yeah. And I was just gonna I also real quick point out, uh Joe asked that question earlier about films. I think it's in general, this speaks to fandom. And I didn't want to forget to say this because you guys know all about fandom and the audience will probably be very e- will be able to relate to this very easily. I think the critical eye, the the kind of like when you're watching a film and going, well, here's what I would have done. I think by and large that happens when you're, at least for me, when I'm watching something that I'm very passionate about, like especially franchise films, like I don't get upset, but I will often scratch my head and be like, Jesus Christ, did they miss a golden opportunity with the end of this film? Like it's mm-hmm. like the new screen. Like the, both of the new screams, I feel like are two drafts away from being complete screenplays. And yeah. again, I'm not trying to like, well, I could have, but like having done the documentary about Scream and having mm-hmm. been so passionate about this franchise from the beginning, from opening weekend, like every time I tell someone what I would have done at the end of Scream 5, they're like, holy shit, dude, that would have brought it full circle. And that would have been like, that would have totally explained the, the, uh, motivations in a way that was a little more acceptable and more thematically in line with the rest of the series. And I'm like, I, I, I know that sometimes that's a bad thing because sometimes fans can like, Oh, I hated the last Jedi because Luke and he'd been Luke. And it's like, well, yeah, but it's different. They're trying to do something different. They've done, you know, how many other star Wars that are this, you know, formulaic, I understand why you object to it, but like they didn't want to just tell the same story. And I, I know we all have the, the these franchises where we're like, oh, here's what I would have done. But I try to let that go as I get older, because if I don't and if you don't as an audience member, you're just in for misery. Like yeah. you have to just kind of yeah. like let that go. You can't just disqualify the whole movie. You know, I think like you're saying if like you said, oh, if they did this just a little bit, you're not hating on the yeah. whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And my thing is, especially it, it's good in this day and age of social media. So like we're sitting here talking about this and we're all excited that everybody's going to see this on the, you know, on the 17th when it finally comes out. And it's also bad because you look at cer- certain films like Exorcist Believer, which was doomed to failure before it even started because 
everybody was because in this day and age of social media, what happens? People just jump on things and just start beating up on it. And it's like, well, why can't it's bad? No. Well, did you see it yet? Well, no. Why would you touch that? Well, why don't you just wait and see what happens? Let's see where it goes from there. Let Mm -hmm. people express themselves. What's so instead of laying letting this uh, franchise lay dormant, now you have an opportunity to see something where it goes a little bit further. So why don't you just wait and see how it is before you walk in there with your with your arms crossed yep. and hate it before you even watch it. And it's and not, not everything is made for everybody too. So it's not. And you gotta take all, that in account. A lot of people we don't. all watched it and we all thought like this isn't that bad. Is it as good as the first one? Of course not. That's like no. saying 2018 was going to be better than than the original Halloween. Of course it wasn't. But we were excited to see it. We didn't crap mm-hmm. all over it before we went there. It's like hey, guys, you know it, it, it it's fueled nowadays because Everybody online is a critic now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Social media has got some great things to it, but there's a lot of bad there's things. There's a big downside that. to it where everybody thinks they're a critic. I mean, it's like, come on. But uh, yeah, totally. Where people just jump it. It's like, let people be creative and let's see what they do with it. Watch mm-hmm. it first. Because, well, I haven't seen it yet, but I don't want to go see it. Why? Go see it. Those are other type a- of guys sitting in their basements on their podcast, Pat. Not us. Yeah. Well, I'm in a basement. <laughs> I don't I'm in a dungeon, but you know what? I, I, I t- I've had arguments with people that because uh, they know I'm big and I watch movies and I do this, and I tell them I go, well, I'm just going to explain to you what I explained to my kids when they were younger. They would want to eat something. I go, okay, so you're looking at this like, okay, eat Brussels sprouts. I hate them. Well, you never tried them, so if you try them, they could be your favorite thing, and you could spend your whole life not eating them, and you'll miss out. Mm-hmm. So give it a shot. And then if you tell me afterwards you don't like it, that's cool. Because I've done that with other things where I, where they've tried it. I said, just try it first. Go. It's the same thing with a film. Because I had somebody tell me, I'm not going to go see the Exorcist movie. I go, why? Just go watch it. Give it a shot. You can't dip a movie in applesauce, though, Pat. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, it's just give everybody. Everybody's trying to be creative and try something different. Because they want to stand out. Yeah. So give them a shot. You know, maybe it's something you'll like. Instead of just peeing all over it. Before you even get a chance to, to see it. So yeah, nowadays it's just hard, especially you you guys is you know being creative and doing films. Oh, it's got to be harder than hell nowadays. Somehow you just got to shut Where, it off the best you yeah, can. It used right? to be critics for like major magazines and television, but now it's everybody that's got a YouTube channel. Honestly, I think people that are so hard up on everybody's a critic now is because I think people associate it with being intelligent. That having yeah. a negative opinion makes you smarter than everybody. Yep. Yeah, I want to see you make a movie. Yeah, because if I'm reading, a re- exactly. even uh, when I read music reviews, I'm like, okay, I got a bunch of flowery sentences, and I can't even tell the critic is crazy. Oh, and then after a bunch of insults, they're like, yeah, it was a pretty good album. Okay, <laughs> okay, right, I guess you're a writer. Um, strung a bunch of sentences together. It takes a lot of more to, to put yourself out there and to create something and then have people judge it. It, it takes a lot more than just judging something. I can't stand that shit. Yeah. I want to mm-hmm. see people, those types of people, make a movie. You mm-hmm. know that yeah. 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 And usually those are the ones that critic the most, are the ones that have never done it. Been done, done, that have yeah. never done it. Or just, I'm, I'm all about, at this point in life, just giving people love, giving people encouragement. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. is all out there and you know even criticizing when i when people are hard up on criticizing actors i think it's really important because it is such a serious craft 
that requires a lot of focus. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. But take it easy on the people who are getting out there because those people who are trying are going to get better. They will get better. You can't. And sometimes it's you really if you're out of your head for just a second, it throws you out of the whole game. Even professionals make those mistakes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think I think it treads. I think it's by and large when we see it in fandom, I think a large part of it is because uh, there's a certain entitlement that goes hand in hand with nowadays fandoms. Generally speaking, a large mm-hmm. portion of fandoms have a certain amount of entitlement where they feel like I've followed this from the beginning. I've been passionate since the beginning. Like I said earlier about Scream, they owe me this. Well, I know they didn't owe me anything, but here's what I would have suggested. But there's people that take it to the point where they literally, like you said, Pat, they start this like word of mouth, social media fueled hate fest. And it's Mm -hmm. like they talk to each other and they just start dragging things down before it's contagious Uh it's It's like a virus it's a virus the the best example that pissed me off so much was the new indiana jones film because like they brought that film down before it even came out because they're like it's got a chick in it and Mm -hmm. chicks suck and i hate chicks and none of the other movies had oh wait no none of the other movies had strong chicks oh wait uh this movie just sucks and it was just like you haven't even fucking seen it like, why don't you stop crapping all over it because the female has an agenda and stop spreading your hate. But there's a yeah. lot of movies that suffer that, like The Exorcist, yep. like some horror sequels. And it's just like, like you said, Lindsay, you guys get out there and put out one idea that would be better than what they did. And then when you hear their ideas, you're like, no, that was fucking terrible. You go home, you shut up, turn off your internet and don't ever come back. Yeah. I mean, don't do a holy go away. <laughs> Some ask her four was one of the better ones, but half yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's our Halloween five, right, Pat? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. It's a, and, then, and then there's other times where you, there's times where you don't see that, which is which is odd because I remember when they announced 2018 and it was going to be a direct sequel to Halloween, and I don't recall anybody hating on it. No, because at that point they were just excited to get something at that time. And that's and it, my yeah. point. Be excited. That, you got that something. Lori and Michael weren't going to be siblings anymore. We're like, yes. Okay. We're getting we're getting them back on screen though. That's so, all that matters. Remember you had to bring an Exorcist movie back and they're like, Oh, we're gonna go back to the Exorcist and we're gonna do a direct sequel to the to the original. It's which is great because the heretics sucked ass. Yeah, it was part three bad. was good, but the heretic was garbage. So it was like instead of being excited like us Halloween fans were, they just shit all over it. And it's it wasn't like, that bad. The same thing with Indiana Jones. Like, this, where they shit all over it. It's like, aren't you glad? Harrison Ford, is, is he, he's in his 80s now, right? Mm-hmm. Be glad it's you're a, getting this. It's a fitting way to end, in my opinion. It. My Enjoy opinion, it. it was a fitting way to end that Indiana Jones. Yeah. Story. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, hey, just yeah. my opinion. <laughs> if people it's are going to expect opinion. him, if people expect him to be the same, He's 80 years old. <laughs> it's like, what do you expect? They're being realistic with that. Well, and 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 Brett, that's the other problem, though, is they'll tell you what they want. But if you give them that, they would have shit all over that, too. Oh, yeah, yeah like I'm supposed to believe like an 80-year-old guy can win a fist fight with a guy that's 50. Well, what do you fucking want? What do you because want? you're not happy with anything. Yeah, please, the critiques. <laughs> you just yeah. can't. 
It's like those people yeah. Halloween. Remember Halloween Kills, Pat, when they show Annie dead. Like, well, that happened in Halloween too. That doesn't exist. I'm like, Annie still died in the first Halloween, and your bitch make a difference. It could have been a scene died. from the first. <laughs> They're still gonna find her. She's still gonna get carried off in the stretcher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's just crazy. I don't know. So, Anyways, now our tangents. <laughs> <laughs> we've we've either we've either endured ourselves to the people we're pitching our film to, or they all hate us. <laughs> Oh, Bill, Bill's heading now because Bill gets up at the, he gets at like three o'clock in the morning. Well, Bill's going to be the guy like, that should have been three minutes longer. <laughs> no, just kidding. No. <laughs> I mean, the tr- in my opinion, just the kidding, true Bill. lovers of film love good movies and they love bad movies. Yeah. They don't take the time yeah. to shit on things because, you know, it's not worth it. To me, if you love film, you watch film. You have mm-hmm. your good ones, you have your bad ones, and you move it mm-hmm. along. There's always going to be new films coming out. There's always that beautiful thing about all this. Is like, it's not going to stop. Creativity is not going to stop. Yeah, we got a strike going on right now, but that will soon resolve and then things will resume and then we're going to get back to the way things were. And, you know, if you love film, enjoy the good ones and enjoy the bad ones. That's what happens. That's what the way it is. You know, as moviegoers, I think as you see more over the years, I think your opinions change. You come to the realizations, hey, I might not have liked the sequel. You can just pretend the sequel didn't happen. Don't go watch yeah. the sequel. Just pretend. Pretend yeah. there was no other Halloween. A lot of people didn't like Freddy's Revenge, right? I, I didn't like that when I was a kid when I got into it. Now I've grown to like it in a weird way. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. Me to Terrifier 2, and I hadn't seen the first one. I was like, whoa. Oh, my God. It was really good. And mm. I went to see the first one. The first one wasn't very good at all. And just like reading the reviews, like, eh, no, I, I thought that measured up. But what I love is that whoever created that film took that sequel to the next level and put this amazing story behind it. Absolutely. Yeah, big fans. Yeah, of it's bringing really a new that. generation of fans, I think, that whole mm-hmm. Art the Clown. I'm sure you might relate, Miss Lindsay. Like, you understand, like, I look at movies the, way, the same way I look at music. Like, I'm very particular when it comes to my music. And I love certain albums. I love them to death. And there are certain albums I don't care for too much, but I still listen to them. I don't revere them as much. But... I'm not closed minded to where this is all I'm going to listen to forever. And I don't criticize the band because they're trying to be artistically different moving forward. You know, like mm-hmm. that's how I look at movies. You know, you might like one film somebody, a director did and the rest you hate, but you love the film so much that you just, you love film in general, that you're just willing to take whatever it is that that person is creating in. Yeah. Like, that's how I look at it, you know? It's creativity. Well, music too, because that's such a dear thing to my heart. And I do look for what's good and what's bad and stuff that is absolutely appalling. <laughs> um, but, but that really is the popularity with like a lot of pop music that comes out where I'm like, yeah. I, I don't get, I, I don't get it. I yeah. used to just put a lot of hate into it, but then I, well, I realized there's a lot of my own stuff behind that, but I guess if it's making people happy, then it's making people happy. Um, Exactly. It shouldn't stop anybody else from making really great, authentic music. Um, I'm one of those people, I'm kind of a rare breed where I love, you know, the depths of punk rock, the depths of all that gnarly, ferocious music that I love very dearly. But I'm also that person where I have a bit of a pop sensibility where all those punk rockers who came out with probably their least popular solo albums I appreciated and nobody else did. But exactly. That's- 
Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Everybody is going to find something that they like. It may not be everybody else's cup of tea, but you like it. And that's the beautiful thing about film and music in general. Pat, is that how you felt when Kiss did Unplugged? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or when that's they took off point. the makeup or Metallica cut uh, their hair. All these type point. of things people got bent out of shape that's about. That's a very good point. I actually got mad when Metallica cut their hair, but then I realized, oh, okay, I'm one of those generations that fell behind. Every, everybody uh. <laughs> their hair at some point. Hey, Kiss took off the makeup, and, and eventually they did the Unplugged, and the Unplugged led to what? Hey. The original band got back together. So they 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 made the song "God Gave Rock and Roll to You" to build Ted's bogus journey, <laughs> which is actually a cover. <laughs> it is a cover. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, they tweaked it a little bit, yeah. But I'm the same way. I it's just um, I I'm one of those people that like the most. I can talk to like the most hardened fans of certain things, just the way you can talk to people who like certain films. I can listen to Kiss. I can put on jazz. I can go listen to Chick Corea. I can go listen to Jaco Pistorius. I can go listen to punk because I grew up a punk rock. I listened to the Dead Kennedys. I just saw The Damned last weekend. I listen to the most diverse stuff. And people are like, how do you listen to that if you're a Kiss fan? Yeah. I go, I go. who says I got to be just, do I have to put myself in a bubble? I, I'm a you guitar don't. player. I love just to listen to different things. Just because you're a Kiss fan? Yeah. We yeah, got the lovely Miss Ashley back. They put you in a bubble, and you, you're, you're trying to like things through. outside your your spectrum. And I'm like, no, that's the thing I'm saying. Try different things, listen to different things, watch different things, because you're just sitting you're, you're just setting yourself up. Oh, there's nothing to watch. Well, if you well, try different things, maybe you can find something. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and your your video quality, Miss Ashley, is way better than it was before. I don't know what you did. But you're coming in way clearer. Yeah, you look fantastic. I thought I heard a hammer. She was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm, I am I right? Wait, 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 wait. Am I right, everybody? She's like so much clearer now. It seems brighter. Right? Is it the, yeah. uh, the the lights, Joe? Are you thinking the lights too? I I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know I, 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 I shouldn't have said that because it like, just blur. I just blurted it out. I'm so sorry. I am so, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna be quiet over here. Well, at least you yeah, fine. Stop it. <laughs> so so quick while while we have everybody here hold on one second let me just turn this off for oh a yeah moment. i almost so we do have some teasers that i did upload here so we'll um we'll try we'll just do uh one at a time here so we can do this here where like i said it um jen smelled something in the room which we talked about that earlier <laughs> we'll do that one so awesome awesome. and i will say this when you do first watch that and you see the look on jen's face because it's perfect you 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 were i was expecting a different outcome and i'll just leave it at that like something could have went the other way Uh if that makes any sense because she's just because if you saw people see people when people go to watch it and they'll see how it plays out between the casting director the other actress 
the look on her face, you like could have been like, hmm, maybe there's something else behind that 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 I don't know. So but, I really you know. love the the improv that Jen did with the like the hair flip. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I didn't even know I was flipping my hair in your face, and you're yeah. like cracking oh. <laughs> <laughs> up when we saw the playback of that. That was good. That was fun. No, the music the music was great. I was like, I'm like, I'm over here rocking out. I'm over here like, yeah. Alita, you did everything. You did the score, you did all the music, correct? Uh that was not me. I'm not sure where that music clip came from. No, that one was not me. You did that end credits though, right? That was yours for sure. That was good. Well, yeah, yeah. actually, I, originally had the because that scene, right? It was inspired by Jawbreaker. Jawbreaker yeah. And so oh, it, it's like oh, Imperial scene, Ayu Hu. Wow. Like, I see that. I, I, that. Nice. I see I that. that I see it. On my Instagram, in my reels, playing with that music, with the, what are they called? <laughs> the Yahoos or Yahoo? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I. I envisioned that moment <laughs> while I was writing it. Oh, that's I totally great. see. That's such a fun movie, Jawbreaker. Such a fun oh, yeah. movie. I haven't seen it in years. I got to watch it again. It's been a while. It's, it's good. so good. And we do have so there's that, and there's the teaser. So let's take a look at the teaser real quick. Yeah, we took cut that trailer in mm -hmm. a, a day, I think, for yes. like eight hours or something. That's a big ass knife. A yeah, big ass knife. I'm like, dang. Go, go, go. Right. I was, yeah. I was a little worried about that one. That's kind of scary. And you, you know, the funny thing is that knife, even though it's big, it's still smaller than the knives that we had in the 70s because the really? butcher knife that I use. Yeah, the butcher knife I use when I'm playing Michael Myers is like still bigger? It's like this. And and Jennifer's like, were they that big? And I was like, they were really oh, yeah. way too big. Oh, yeah. They were huge. They were like machetes. Yeah. And it was like, who's gonna use this in the kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Now you got some great stills, some great photos, and just just beautiful ladies overall. I I yeah. will just say that. I, well, mean, I, I want to um, give a shout out to Robert Bravo, who did the special effects of this movie, who mm -hmm. did one of the most amazing jobs I've, I've seen. We are very lucky yeah. to have him, for sure. He was wonderful. Robert Bravo, Robert and uh, Angelina, is it Angelina? Angelina, yeah. yeah. Angelina But Butera, who did an incredible job. I mean, the three ladies are already fucking stunning. Like, I'm like standing there on the set looking at the three of them and i'm like well i'm married to this one so i know lucky how, best. Lucky, <laughs> i know how lucky i am but the other two are so <laughs> goddamn beautiful too it's like but she took it to another level like she like when she came out i was just like uh can we have like 10 minutes real quick because we'll be right back we just gotta go break <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> break <laughs> oh 
yeah, she was she amazing. Was and then, and David Navarro, our cinematographer was, I mean, he was outstanding. Like he would, mm-hmm. he would just get the shots in a way oh, nice. that, you know, when you saw it play back, you were like, Oh my God, like that's mm-hmm. fucking gorgeous. There are shots in that film that even though they're kind of, you know, what's ha- going to happen, you're just watching it. And you're like, God, this is beautifully shot. It's a shame. Yeah. Everything's going to go to shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, question I did have, I'm sorry. Uh, the question is this premiered at the Shaka go, go film festival. Correct. Did any of you guys attend that? Cause I know it was in New York, right? It was in Brooklyn. Yeah, it was Brooklyn, but unfortunately, so I know you guys were all on, on the on the West Coast. I didn't know if anybody actually came to it or not. Um, I, I did have a friend have a friend of a friend that showed up to it and was able to like, you know, see the atmosphere, take pictures and some videos for us and kind of just uh, you know, give it like tell us what happened. And they ended up really liking the film and uh we got some, you know, positive responses from that so we're excited we will be having a west coast premiere though um in the bay area but i'm not allowed to say anything just yet but in a couple of days like two days i'll be able to announce it oh nice Nice. wonderful wonderful because i i didn't realize because when i was researching and and looking at other stuff and i saw like because i i live in northeastern pennsylvania i work in the in new york most of the time in manhattan and I was just like, I didn't know anything about that. And I was going to yell, at, I was going to yell at Leo and be like, were you here for that? Didn't tell me you were here. <laughs> but uh, I, so I would have, I would have hit you up. I would be like, well, they, did they come in and not tell us? I'm like, oh, fine, be that way then. Okay. I see how it is. <laughs> I would never do that. I promise. <laughs> I figured this much. That's why I threw it out there because I wasn't sure who attended or if anybody actually had attended it or not. Was that, I mean, that was that the first, um, time it was shown publicly yes. yeah that was the first time that's why i was so sad i couldn't make it <laughs> I, it's a long trip that's what i know i've been like oh, oh, that's, oh, that's, oh, that's, oh, that's in that's in patland long <laughs> trip it. i'm in manhattan i'm like i would have went <laughs> oh. absolutely if i had only known poop so are there any, I mean, anything you would like to interject about the film or anything you'd like to tell any people that may want to view it, anything that they should look forward to, anything like that? I just want to say how goddamn funny it is. There you go. Actually, his character, I was cracking up. in Like, I was trying to hold it. And again, I've said this before, where she did a lot of takes different ways using her comedy. And of course, you can only choose one edit, but there were a lot of great takes uh, with what was going on there. And I've only seen, I saw the, um, we finally saw the final cut, but I had met up with Ashley at a coffee bean and tea leaf in West Hollywood uh, around her neighborhood. And we were laughing so hard watching this movie on our phone. I think one guy got up and stormed out. (laughs) 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 Yes. Yes, that was a lot of fun. And then some other guy was sitting like, it was an empty, practically empty. Some guy sat next to us and started like wrinkling a newspaper. And Ashley's like, it's like, I'm seriously like out of the whole like space just right here. There's like a whole bunch of empty tables on the other side. You can't go over there. Right. And we're all like trying to listen to it because, you know, we're 
we have we have the volume down kind of low. We don't want to disrupt like, you know, there was nobody there. But still, we were being respectful. I'm, I'm that person yeah. that gets angry when other people. But yes, we were trying to be respectful. But I think some guy was like hearing the the horror noises. And <laughs> you're watching it and you're holding up the line. There's people behind you. You're like, oh. <laughs> Hold on. We're almost done. Uh, I, I, I also, before I forget, I want to make sure that we, that I mention um, the poster artist, uh, Max Cave, because when the film was getting ready to enter post-production, I contacted Ashley and I told her, I said, I really want there to be a poster for this film. And I want it to be something that's very reminiscent of the great posters that I grew up with, art posters, not Photoshop posters. I wanted an artist to be able to create something that captured likenesses, captured character essences, captured, you know, said something about the film without giving too much away. And um, Max, um, he had to go back and forth a few times just to fix some things. And then also I was like, oh, tweak this pose or, you know, uh, maybe fix this and that. But uh, I feel like in the end, he delivered something that Mm-hmm. Every time I show it to someone in my family or one of my, you know, close friends, they're like, "Oh my God, that looks just like Jennifer." And I'm like, "Well, that's why we hired the guy." So, uh-huh. so hats off to Max. Yeah, I know the poster did came out read- really great. Did I read something that he did the poster for Night of the Demons? He might have done a poster for, uh, I think, like a reissue or a foreign issue of that film because. Max does a lot of work for um, overseas. I think he's located in Italy, if I'm not mistaken. And he does a lot of uh, overseas international releases of films that we all love and we all grew up with. And that's one of the reasons why I reached out to him because he did the poster for Bedridden, the feature film that I scored. And I saw that and I started digging through his profiles on like social media. And I was like, holy shit, this guy's incredible. He's just what we need. He's like, he loves the genre. He gets the genre. He has a passion for the genre. And he was able to capture likenesses Mm -hmm. in a way that like, I mean, we wanted it to sell the film as best as it can, you know? And I think it does that job. I mean, you get an idea of what's going on, but not too much, thankfully. So- I mean, it, t- it to me, the poster tells the story. Like, yeah. you know, you know what you're getting yourself into, kind of. Yeah. You know what I, the vibe that I get when I see this, honestly, you might remember this, Lito. Uh, Dr. Giggles. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You see his eye line and then he's wearing the face mm-hmm. mask like this below. So where the ladies are, I get such Dr. Giggles vibes. This is killer, dude. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It was, it was a cool thing to collaborate on because I, I, I'm an artist, but I mean, I'm not that good of a visual artist, but I can, I can draw things. Um, like I've, I've drawn set design diagrams for the screen documentary that we did. Um, and I came up with the concept and sent it to Max. And I was like, look, you're obviously going to make it look a million times better than I did, but this is what we want. And when he, you know, took off and ran with it. I was just like, yeah. thank you. <laughs> what makes this perfect is if people look uh, in the word bloodbath, look at the A. A, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. That is like the best final touch on that because if you look at the A, you Ashley, them both grab ex- there. That's- explain that. <laughs> okay, so that image 
is an actual real image that is Lido, Jennifer, and I. And my original vision for the poster, um, which you, you can see this A much bigger in my little mock-up photo that I did when we were doing our GoFundMe, um, you have me on the ground and you have uh, Jennifer on the ground. She's getting her hair pulled. I'm getting my leg pulled back and Lido's right there holding us. And it, it just happens to form an A. And when we were going through our post-production with Indiegogo, um, I was looking through the title and everything and something just like, I was like, hmm, this looks like an, an A. What if I just put this here, you know, cause I'm trying to make things a little bit different for our advertising. And it ended up being something that made it onto the poster. It it really was when you when you showed it to me the first time, I was like, holy fuck, that is genius. Like, because it reminds me so much of a lot of these kind of grindy, grind houseier films, horror films, like I Spit on Your Grave and like mm -hmm. some of these other films from that era that like it it speaks to that in a way that even if it's not necessarily directly representative of something that happens in the film, there's such a savage brutality, brutality to that pose. Like when you described when you wanted to take that picture and mm -hmm. I like look down at Jennifer and she looks up at me and she's like, cause she'll tell you, she, she read it, will readily admit she has very fine hair. And I was just like, uh, how, I, wait, how am I, I'm going to like yank her hair out of her head. And then Ashley's like, she could use a wig. And I was like, oh, thank God. I didn't even think of that because like I was sitting there panicking. I was just like, I, what, 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 how am I going to do this? <laughs> What's actually really funny when we took that original photo, um, I was wearing a blonde wig and Jennifer was wearing a brunette wig. So it's like, <laughs> we didn't look like anything. <laughs> Well, just kind of going back to what you guys were asking about um, when, like, do we look for, are we hypercritical of different horror movies and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah. And I just wanted to say, for me, it's, I'm very hyper attuned to detail. And that's what I'm looking for is whether the movie, sometimes it's not as great because budget can get in the way of that. Sometimes if people are thinking outside of the box, the budget isn't the factor really. And what I think is so genius, I'm just learning about this. I'm really impressed with what opened your eyes to that A shape and what to do with it is finding those little intricate details that make horror so wonderful and artistic and unique because it's based on an idea that's been done over and over again. And it's a, it's a style. I think when people are putting their style, the details in there, and I've worked on plenty of films where and not to name names or anything like that, but the people, the directors or the people putting them together weren't paying attention to detail. And I'm like, Ugh. No, when I saw That's this, it, it spoke to me. me. But then again, Ed Wood was not paying attention to detail and look what he made of that. Yep. Sometimes that works. And, and here, because the detail here is where you see that A and then you see where it says final girls and the apostrophe is red as well because it gets to look like a blood drop. That's what I'm assuming. But I'm looking at I'm looking at the picture of Lido, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, why does it remind me of somebody else? Did you ever see that movie, Nobody Lives, or No One oh, Lives? Yeah. yeah long... You guys know what I'm talking I about, right? I have not. Remember the guy I in that? Not. Doesn't it look like him in, in that movie? You guys remember what he looked like? Hmm. Remember what he, because you see his face more towards the end. Hmm. 
go go see it's called is it no one lives <laughs> no i think it's no one lives right so basically this guy goes around and like um he was chasing this one person and along the way every person his philosophy is he's trying to get this one person this one girl and when you come across people sometimes people you try to kill them and sometimes they live his philosophy was nobody lives like make sure he takes he make make sure he takes everybody out before he gets to his main target and that picture looked at it because and sometimes you only see from the nose up on him that's why i was looking I'm like what does this remind me of oh. yeah let's check it out it's, it's all in the eyes all in the eyes the yeah. eyes yeah and you definitely had some crazy eyes that was because <laughs> i was watching him, was like well he's done a like, lot man, he was having a bad day that day because he's scaring me <laughs> Yeah, Ashley was Ashley. You was saying that I have a lot of practice. I wear a lot of masks, so that's mm -hmm. that's you got to act with your eyes. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Nice, right? Mm -hmm. So, what do you guys? You guys have anything else you want to add? Anything else you want? Anything? Anything? Like I said before, there's anything you guys are working on that you can talk about that so other people could uh, go forward and, and look at it. I was throwing everybody's information out there. Hopefully, I got everybody's information out there right. So, you got the final girls. You can follow there. You can follow Ashley because you do have your YouTube channel, which is where I um, I copied the um, the trailers and everything <laughs> from. And you can go to her main account. Um, you find uh, buddy Lito. Lito, I know. He's, I always see Lito mostly on on Instagram and on Facebook, but I but I know your your main page has all your links. So, anybody wants to find all the links yes. there. You can check out Jen, Run For Your Life Fitness. And when I just watch all this stuff you're doing, I just get out of breath watching you. Because um, <laughs> she's, she's a beast. She's yeah. a beast. I'm just watching. I'm like, God, I wish I had that energy. <laughs> and Lindsay, I, I, Lindsay's on Instagram. And uh, that's when I saw you playing guitar. I was like, wow, she plays guitar in a band. Does the band have any anything that you can yes. uh, promote? Um, yeah, I was just going to mention that. Uh, so, yeah, you can follow me at Lindsay Lemke. I think it's it's a black and white photo. That I don't know the handles. I, I always have to look it up. But uh, you can follow <laughs> Lost Tapes. I believe it's just at Lost Tapes. Very nice. And I know nice. we, there are talks of some upcoming shows. Um it's it's a kind of new project. I'm new in the band. Um, we were talking about touring, but um, yeah, I think we have some more LA stuff coming up. So stay tuned for that. Very nice. How many people nice. are in the band? So it's you. And, it's a three piece. Uh, three piece. So uh, it's Shock Zeepmal. Uh, he's been around a long time. I believe he was the drummer for Thrill Kill Cut and Ministry for a period of time. Oh, really? Nice. Um, wow. He's also the drummer for a band called Crow Jane, but he also has, um, he's got a lot of projects. Um, I'm trying to think of the other one, Red Light District. Uh, and he he produces a lot of stuff. So this is his, my understanding, because he, he works nonstop. So um, my understanding is this is like his project that's core to who he is and what he does. So he asked me to come play guitar and I dusted off my guitars and I'm back. Awesome. You guys have anything on YouTube where we can watch videos or anything like that? Or uh, there's some uh, there's some videos on YouTube. Uh, he posts a lot on the Instagram page as well. And it's a lot of visuals. So I've, I've only done two shows with Lost Tape so far, but we always have a projector in the background of all our visuals with the music. Um, we cover a couple songs. We cover To Look At You by In Excess and another wow. one. Uh, by the glove, mouth to mouth. That's a, a lot of people don't 
know it. Um, uh, I'm sorry, I'm blanking out. Um, that guy. <laughs> you know, you know, the guy. The, cure. With the, face. Yeah. the guy with the, the face. face. The guy. This is the guy. Yeah. The guy. <laughs> that's right. That's wonderful. No, that's great. Awesome. Yeah, I, I will look for you on Instagram yeah. and follow. Follow. Uh, and uh, also, you, you asked, do we have anything else that we want to say? We, we do. Mm -hmm. All of us, I'm sure I can speak for all of us in this instance. We're all very thankful for all three of you bringing us on and doing this because um, there aren't a lot of people that are necessarily interested in discussing 10 minute independent horror films. Uh, I've tried in the you past. Found the right guys. Me. Oh, absolutely. Shame, shame on them. Shame yeah, on probably, them. Very this thankful. goes back to people not opening themselves up to different things. We're, that's, yeah, that's the problem. Wankas, similar podcasts on YouTube that we're affiliated with or friends with have a lot of uh, short horror short films are quite our thing, really. We're seeing more and more of it. Is this mm -hmm. him, Lindsay? I mean, some people don't have all the time to sit down for 30 minutes or an hour or two hours. So, you, you, you're on the right path, my dear, because <laughs> and the American. You know, uh, how do I say this? What's the what's the phrase I'm looking for? Our attention span is very small. They need it <laughs> now. They need, they need it now. They need it to be short. Lose interest. With, like TikTok and yeah. everything. Like yeah. people don't have the time. To, like you know to watch a whole yeah. like long. people people That's lose interest thing. in a short Fast. amount of time. They need to be and... like. And you got to hit them and hit them hard. And I love, that, I love that social media. That's, that's done why we feel bad when our shows go three hours. Right? <laughs> and, and, and that's, honestly, a great point. No one's watching. Like, Everybody's asleep. And we're, 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 we're friends. We're all just hanging out. It's just, it doesn't matter. Last week we did what? Four and a half hours? Driving and yeah. listen to it. I do that a lot yeah. of podcasts. We're all yeah. Like, yeah. 25 podcasts is about X amount of time while I'm on my drive and just like listen to yeah. it the whole way. But Pat, Pat is smart. He'll take the segment that we do our top five, and which is yeah, like 10, our main 15, topics, right? Ten or fifteen minutes, and he'll post them as a separate video, which is genius because God that's bless the, Pat does that. That's the attention span of most individuals. So the fact that y'all have a short film is beautiful. It's beautiful. It's yeah, beautiful. we just do this for fun because yeah. we we enjoy meeting other people, and it's yes. led to meeting great people like yourselves, and. Sometimes people like you do all the analytics when it comes to YouTube and all this podcasting stuff. Like, well, keep it short and sweet. It's like, you know what? Who gives a shit? We all have day jobs. I have a day job that pays my bills. This is, this is, yeah. like I said, this is basically what my wife said. It's a fun social time. Find another place to do it because I don't want to hear it. Yes. <laughs> Go there and talk about it's your like... stuff and your kiss stuff and your movies and your Halloween because I don't want to hear it. Let somebody else hear it that wants to hear it. I said, well, maybe, maybe they don't want to hear it. She's like, I don't care. Just don't tell me. It's like it's like a form of uh, therapy in a way, honestly. Amen, like, brother. You know what Amen. it is? It gets your mind off of other things. That's why listening to podcasts. That's I listen to a ton of them. It's like you get your mind off of what's going podcasts. on that's yeah. driving you bonkers. And... Mm -hmm. Yeah, my brain is much most of the time. Like so, like if people are are watching or not, like I don't care. Like this is fun. <laughs> Amen. It's very it's very rare to just kind of get together with a group of people and everybody knows. We, we, I know what you're talking about. Cool. Um, and we do it there. We're here every Sunday night, eight o'clock my time, five o'clock um, your time. And like people, <laughs> many times like we'll start, and then like three hours later, people come back. They're like, "You're still going? 
You know why? Because yeah. we, we bring up, we, we during the week we get together and talk about certain things that we want to talk about. We pick like a main topic, a movie yeah. to review, a top five. We talk about stuff because we're big collectors. And the, and the thing is like, these guys are like become two of my best friends that like, it's like when you sit with your friends, what do you guys do? You just talk. Next, you know, I'm like, oh my god, god, like Joe, right? Last week was what four and a half hours? We went? four and a half, it was the longest episode we've ever shot. <laughs> four and a half fucking hours. There, there was pee breaks, there was pee breaks. There there was. Was. That's when you know thank, you're having fun. Yeah, thank god. I, and it's, I was just in the chat room, I had to go. I was like, this. it's <laughs> and it's got to be the same process, and it, it's got to be a little stressful, but when you're creating something, we're, yeah. we're creating, we're having a show at the same time that we're having fun. You know, if you're able to make a film or, or have a podcast or whatever it is the fuck that you're doing and have fun while you're doing it, what's not to love, man? Yeah. What what, yes. if, what is the problem? Like we, I didn't know that we were, you know, up until maybe a day ago that we were going to have, you know, two lovely ladies, our a lovely friend, Mr. Lito and his lovely wife, Jennifer, come on the show and have an epic episode tonight. Yeah. What who would have knew? And who and to known? me, I'm just grateful that I get to experience this fun stuff with you lovely people. So to me, oh. this is winning, man. This we is winning. Were, we would be doing this strangers. if it was tense and if it wasn't yeah. positive. Yeah, man. and don't be strangers. Anytime you guys want to just say hit us up, just say, Hey, look, a new project I'm working on, or you have some new music going on, Lindsay. And just say, Hey, could I come on and, and talk about it? Wonderful. Hey, we're we're not like Joe Rogan or something like that, but you know what? Whatever. <laughs> it's it's Put it out there because the more people that know about it, the better. Yeah. Out of nowhere, you have people. That, we we have a lot of regulars, but then we have people, new people. It seems like every week we're having new people coming. Funny out. story. Oh. Funny story. So we went out to H forty five, the Halloween convention in Pasadena about a month ago. So and we've been doing this podcast now. Brett, we we did a podcast on a different channel about a year or so ago, and then we transitioned to this one since February. In, since February. Yes. So we had a lot of people come over from that and we've made a lot of other friends. And so we're at the hotel in Pasadena. So I'm standing. So my wife and I just walk in the door, you know, we, we check in and upstairs, I'm standing by the elevator and somebody's looking at me going, don't you do that podcast? You're the, you're the Pat, the horror movie podcast. And I look at my wife and said, and his wife could give shit. Like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> like, I just signed my all... first autograph. I couldn't give these away. Like this all weekend. Like, your wife could give that. a shit. She's like, Can I take a picture with you guys? And like, it happened more than once with her around, and she just kept looking like I said, "See, there's other people out there just as messed up as your husband." I, I don't know where we were. We were lined somewhere, Pat. Remember, we had a couple people say, "Hey, can I take a picture with you guys?" We're like, "What?" I'm like, let's, put this, let's put let's put this into perspective. So I have literally met Lido and Jennifer the same amount of times that I've met Mr. Pat and Brett in person. We all we all yes. met each other for the first time in Pasadena. Uh, so it doesn't matter. It, it's like it's the vibe and the feel. I, I love these guys. Like they're my brothers, you know. And it's it's nice to just be around nice folks. So it's what? lovely. Thank y'all for joining well, us. Where are you guys all located? I'm in northeastern Pennsylvania. I'm on the border of New Jersey and New York. Okay. Suburban Chicago. So I got the best chance of seeing Lito and Jennifer first. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. And uh, I'm I'm in uh, I'm in New Braunfels, Texas, formerly of San Antonio. Oh, I I moved here from Austin. Yeah. Yep. No yeah. way. I know it well. 
Oh, fantastic. Yeah, we, you know, it's it's just growing. As you know, San Antonio, it's moving upward up 35. So New Braunfels and San Marcos, and it just keeps growing and growing. I noticed it's spreading out to the suburbs and further yeah. out. Yeah. It's getting, it's getting uh, nuts. Like my daughters, are, they're getting older. And uh, I think we, we might want to move a little bit more north as it keeps growing. But, I mean, we're happy right now where we're at. Closer to Pat and I. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little bit more north, a little bit more north for sure. Just kidding. And everything happens for a reason. Like it was great that it, it's funny how things pieces fall into place because when we started this podcast, and then actually we met Lido through a mutual friend, Anthony Massey, because he was working on the Halloween two board game. He played right. Michael Myers in the video, and we Matt playing, Russell that way. Yeah. And Matt Russell with that. So we met yeah. Matt, who was in the chat, and it was perfect because why? Because what are the odds that all of us were heading to California? Because within however many months that we met each other and became, you know, chatty with each other and friends and whatnot, that we finally got to meet each other. Because if it wasn't for that convention, who knows when we would have gotten together. So that's why I'm a firm believer things happen for a reason. I said it to Lito in a private message. I thought he was like another lost brother with all the similar stuff of being from the same area. Oh, yeah. The Chicago guys. You know, yeah. Brett, you know, next summer we are going to cement this. When we get up to Chicago, we are going to fucking Wrigley Field. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to show you how I watch a Cubs game. And at, at, at the end of that game, we're going to be like, no, 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 Wherever you want to sit, bleachers, upper deck, I, I don't care. Oh, I'm in for that. I heard that. I'm in. Are we talking about an invite? Because let me know now. I can start paying for it now. Let me know. I got to Oh, my God. Away. This know. is an open invitation to everyone. Everybody, come on, go to That would be really funny. Ten sixty, awesome. what's that? That would be a great. I hope we could do that. That'd be awesome. That's right. Yeah. Well, Miss Ashley, uh, I'm super excited uh, for the fact that I want to watch your your the movie that you've directed. I'm excited, oh. and I cannot wait. So oh, when okay. I'm driving back after my honeymoon and my birthday. It's gonna probably gonna be the the first film that I watch. So I can't wait. I'm super oh, excited. Thank you and. Congratulations again. That's just thank you. So wonderful. <laughs> thank you. I I I think I found the perfect lady. She's he absolutely she's did. She's my he did. I, I yeah. always say that she's my best friend and she's Aww. always she's allowed me to be who I want to be. And if it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't be doing what I'm doing with these two crazy guys. Aww. Honest to God. Because you know, she allows me to be myself and there's no restrictions on you know, times and everything. And it's just super, I'm super lucky and super just grateful. That's wonderful. Uh, you know, life is short. And the fact yeah. that you get to find somebody who allows you to be who you are, it's kind of rare nowadays. I you know, really got, a partner that lets you do that. Yeah. Yeah. You get a lot of people that try to steer you to what they want. And mm-hmm. she just lets me be a free spirit. So I, I'm grateful for that. And she's snoring right now. She's, she was her, she was her earlier. I wish I would have been able to meet her, but she, she was like, I'm tired, honey. And she's snoring on the couch. So, <laughs> just, what, so, just what she wants uh, everybody to know. Yeah. 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 But that's me. Big mouth, yeah. Joe, you know, big mouth. That's sweet. You know. Yeah. So it's awesome. But, but thanks again, ladies. Thank y'all for joining us. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so w- what we do is we do other segments on the show where we actually started our top five. So, And if you guys have other commitments and you have to hop off, you're welcome to, but you're more than welcome to stay for our top five. So we were at number four. So we were doing a top five this week, our top five movies to watch after Halloween. Yeah. Horror <laughs> movies to watch after Halloween, to be mm-hmm. exact. 
And you guys are more than welcome to throw some out there off the top of your heads. So y'all only have to come up with a top three because we already did two. Yep, so that's just, right. think of, just think of three films that you would love to watch post-Halloween. You know. You guys Doesn't think of any it could be like, man, I'm so glad it's over. I want to watch this or whatever it is. Yeah. All right. So, you know, even in this situation, if you don't want to do a horror film, think of something else, maybe, right? Yeah, something, something yeah. else, whatever. Yeah, it could We're be just horror guys. You know, Steel Magnolias, you know, whatever. <laughs> Steel Magnolias. <laughs> I don't, I'm just saying. Wow. Spinal <laughs> Tap, My Blue Heaven, all those. <laughs> as long as I was in like, terms of endearment, I'd be like, then you can yeah, yeah. examine. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Thanks, Maddie. That's great. You guys, think of any. So, who's next? Oh, uh, well, well, you're next, Pat. Patty. Oh, I was. I'll go, I'll go the top give, of the clock. Guys, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll give you some time to think about. It. So, my, so I left off. Well, 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 Stop it, Joe. So many pages. So many, so much. So many pages. So little time. Uh, it's like Willy Wonka. Hold on. Um, so we were number three. Correct. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. My yes. number three was what they just announced a sequel to. So my number three is It Follows. Very mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. Scary as hell. Big fan. It's got that great atmosphere. And you can almost incorporate it into a fall atmosphere. Absolutely. Yeah. I always think of great that film. the beach chair. <laughs> the chair. Oh, yeah. oh, man. Oh. Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> Uh, my number three is going to be Scream 2. And the reason for that Ooh. is because Scream 2 was released shortly before Christmas. So you can probably guess what my number two is. It's Scream. Because they um, were both released um, shortly before Christmas. And I always think of the holiday season when I think of those two films. Awesome. Those like. are the top two films of the franchise, my friend. They so are. I love, I love Great Scream choices. Too. Great choices. Now, we were talking movies that not exactly related to the holidays, but things that you do around the holidays. You, right around this time of year, you're shopping. So I've got Chopping Mall is my next oh, movie <laughs> with the robots. <laughs> Which, uh -oh. if, you go this... into, if you go into watching oh. this, you, you have no inclination that it's about fucking killer robots. You know what yeah. I mean? You think it's like... Killbots you, is what it was yeah, originally yeah. called, I think. It was the Killbots. You have no Thank you. Movie. Have a nice day. Have a nice day. Yeah, right. It's got our right. buddy Dick Miller in it, who's been Dick in a lot Miller. of movies. Oh man! All right, my my uh, my number three, and I think it's a it's a favorite of a lot of y'all's. I love me some from 1990, Miss Dark Man, Liam Neeson. Oh, Larry Drake. Yeah, yeah, man. Think about that film and how fantastic it is, and just post Halloween, and just you want some good gritty, you know, eerie. It's a great film. I love Dark Man, so that's my number three. It's a fantastic movie. Yeah, yeah, I was actually. It's interesting that you brought that film up because uh, right before the pandemic hit, my friend David Woodruff, who does uh, right a lot of the special makeup effects for um, projects that we've worked on, he and another makeup artist and I were in the process of planning our next big makeup for Monster Palooza, which was that spring, because nice. we had already, we had done Fright Night. We did Jerry Dandridge on me. And the next thing he wanted to do was Darkman. So he literally wow. made the teeth. They put the teeth in. They did the head cast. He, he had started sculpting it on my actual head. And we like, we we're going to do this big thing. And then the pandemic hit. And like, no. we've never gotten back. 
we've never gotten back to it. And, I, and we were both so bummed because we both loved that film so much. And the anniversary was that year, 2020. Oh. And we were just like, ah. So maybe 2025. Mm. Dude, that Dark Man rocks, man. I always think of like uh, the scene in H four, where Loomis sees, you know, Michael. Oh, with his face. Yeah, and he's wrapped in the bandages. I always look at the the similarities in the two because they look so similar when it comes to that. I was really happy. Sam Raimi was here at the Chicago Fan Expo, and a lot of people were getting that autograph, the poster. I was like, oh, that's good. Dark Man rocks ass. Oh my gosh, so good. Yeah. Now, Lindsay, did you have a title? Is there something that? Uh... Wait, how, how does? Sorry, my my um, I was trying to get my battery plugged in, my charger plugged in here. So, how does this work? It's our favorite films or films we want to see. Uh, we're thinking of like what horror films or even any other films uh, that you would watch after Halloween. If it could be leading up to Thanksgiving, Christmas, or right, because most people are like looking for like you know something from the Halloween franchise or. Um, like trick or treat stuff for Halloween. Now Halloween's over. So, like, what would you watch after that? Because, because that's behind you now. Like, yeah, are you I, sick of it? Whatever. So yeah. surprisingly, it's been such a busy month with music and shows that I didn't really give right myself back. a lot of time to watch, to like focus, like sit down and watch horror movies. They're in the background. Um, I was playing uh, the Wolfman with Lon Chaney. Nice. So I want. Ooh. I would like to revisit a lot of um, classic, and I'm no, I'm not picking one, but um, I used, not I used to be, but very obsessed with Hammer horror and stuff. From oh, the love Hammer! Videos. And I know I have a lot that there's so much that was made that I still haven't seen yet. So I would love to start uh, paying more attention to those again. Nice. Um, but I, I, there's like an inspiration I need right now. Um, the other one that I do want to see, and a friend told me about it, the band, The Birthday Party, which was Nick Cave and Bad Seeds, uh, mm -hmm. Boys Next Door turned into The Birthday Party. I guess they just came out with a documentary and it's on Amazon Prime. So that's going to be my next thing that I watch soon. Nice. I'd nice. Like so, have to take that out. So we'll, we'll say that's a twofer for you. So we'll that's save those. Point. We'll save those. Okay, that's okay. two for for one. So then, all right, good. Miss Ashley, him. Yes, absolutely. But like I that's said, I, I, I'm very ADHD. So if you ask me one, I'm like, yeah, like, like a very busy no. ball of a lot of titles circling in there. Where I'm like, I'm just gonna throw shit at the wall and see what Please. sticks. We, that's we fine. all that's we love shit on the wall. We love shit on the wall. Mama. We want Come shit on, on the bring wall. Bring it, bring it, bring it. Yes, that's what we want. Um, for me, this time of year, it, it means something different. Um, ever since All Through the House came out and Christmas, I mean, Christmas has never really been the same since we filmed that or even before we filmed it because our place was full of Christmas stuff, you know, for a whole entire year before we even filmed it. Um, so this time of year is different. Um, the thing that I look for the most, and this is like my top five, like my one, two, three, four, five, is all through the house. Um, just seeing the different, um, the people who have made it a, a tradition, like a, you know, every year they come around and they watch it. And every year we get new people who have just discovered it. 
And it's just something that's really exciting to see, like the post to see. It really puts me in a, you know, a feel good mood. Um, so that's the thing that I look forward to the most. I don't really, I mean, I watch movies now, but, and I watch pretty much like the same movies, Hollow, like um, uh, Home Alone, you know, Elf is now like one of those, The Grinch is still great. We watch all of those movies, but All Through the House is what really like hits home for me. Well, well Ashley, 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 sorry, go ahead, Pat. Did anybody hear Lito get robot-y, or is it just me? He, did, he did. He did. Johnny, talk Fye. again, Lito. Lito, talk. Chopping. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he got very. Uh, it's very robot-y. Is it? Is it still robot-y? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Back out and back in. Let's see if it clears it up. Oh no! But what we were telling um, Jen and um, Lito when we were talking about all through the house. And what we do is we do some every Tuesday night, we watch a movie on this channel. We obviously can't broadcast the movie for copyright reasons, but we've all put it on a separate screen and we watch it and discuss it while we're watching it. And come December, we watch Christmas horror movies. We'd love to have you all on. And, and so we can watch it together. Awesome. I would love that. My, I know my brother would love to come on here and talk about it. It's, you know, it's like I said, it, it hits home for us. It's something that's very special and we're very fortunate that it's something that comes around every year and and becomes, I don't know if you, you'd call it a cult classic or what, but we're yeah. a part of that, you know, family, that, that Christmas family. Absolutely yep. it is. So well, Lito, talk. Yeah. Let me see if you're you're sound okay. It, so is this any better? Yeah, oh, better. so while we're going, fantastic. I was asking Ashley how we do our, our we do our watch alongs every Tuesday, and I said how we would love to have you guys on to do a watch along of all through the house in December. We would, we, I would be so down for that. Uh, and Thank Ashley, you. I was, I was going to piggyback on what you said. It's the thing that always is weird as shit for me at this time of year, and I'm sure it is to a degree for Ashley too. Is you get a lot of, uh, we get a lot of like people that'll just kind of message us on Instagram or Facebook. And it's like someone that you don't know. And you're like, ah, I might be, should I check this message? Cause sometimes you don't know on social media and you accept it. And it's like this glowing effusive, like I found you after I saw your name in the credits and oh my God, we love your film. And we watch it every Christmas Eve. And if I, if I send you a Blu-ray, will you sign? Like we've had people like ask us to sign things and ship it back to them. And it's always uh -huh. this time of year, you get these random pop-ups and I'm like, this is just kind of bizarre, but it's also amazing because Christmas films, they never die. Like no matter what Christmas film it is, even if it's like Santa Claus conquers the Martians, there's always going to be people that watch that film every year. So that's, yeah. it's the gift that literally keeps giving. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. They can't so keep on so Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I was I I can think of it now. My ultimate like top Christmas movie that I do watch every year is um, what it, it's called Nutcracker, the motion picture. And it's done. I like. I I know I'm not speaking to a ballet crowd, but that's like something like dear to my heart since I was oh, a kid. That's... It's creepy. That's awesome. That's what I, well, I, I used to go see the well, nice. We used yeah, to go who, see it on Broadway. The creator that does um, where the wild things go. Or, 
Oh, the uh, yeah. oh. right. You know what I'm talking about? They, that knew. illustrator does a lot of the works in this movie, so it's it, monsters and all that stuff. Yeah, it's yes. very artistic and yeah. um, just. It, it's it's a very strange film, so check that one out. It was really hard to find for so many years, but I know it's out there on like Prime and stuff like that. Very nice. So Maurice Sendak, is that right? Yes, no. that's it. Yeah, yeah. I had to look it up. I cheated. <laughs> yeah, so did, I I did too. Don't worry. <laughs> cheater, cheater. Well, I'm gonna give my number two, and it's uh. Did Ashley just fly across the screen? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm just waiting to see what's going on. I'm just waiting. To... <laughs> 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 there she is. I'm trying to. I'm trying so hard to get my my phone to charge. But Bill, uh, Matt's got my my number two on my list: Monster Squad. Monster Squad. Yeah. Oh, great! Love that Love movie. It's a great film. Uh, Are they talking about doing a remake of Monster Squad? They shall not. I thought I heard that. They shall yeah. not. Yeah, that's that's a tough one, Fred Decker. Oh, yeah. Matt would know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, his that's his buddy. That's his buddy. When we went to dinner after the H45, he's like, yeah, I'm texting him right now. I was like, oh, jeez. <laughs> Uh, got Brett? Oh, this is me Brett. right now. I, I'm oh, going to go. I, I don't know where it links up to anything around this time of year, but Paranormal Activity, the first one, it was just oh, so effective was... when I first saw it. Left, uh, nice. Went to bed with the light on. Wife made fun of me for the next, still makes fun of me to this day. <laughs> <laughs> so, Your big baby. Big baby. That's that was right. creepy. The first one. I, I, I think some of the sequels weren't that bad, but you can't do what the first movie accomplished mm -hmm. it was no, so effective and the little budget and mm -hmm. oh yeah paranormal activity that was my number two very nice nice yeah, man uh my number two simple 1994 is the crow brandon the lee crow. oh my lord uh, it just sets that darks that dark theme uh the movie is one of my personal favorites it's a shame we lost him during the making of that film long story short uh it's a great film so that's my mm -hmm. number two Great soundtrack. Oh, the best of the best. You know, when I was in high school, I was so heavily into the the sequel of The Crow. Yeah. Like I, I City of Angels or something like that. City, City of Angels. Iggy Pop yeah. was in it. Yeah. I just thought it was the coolest thing ever done. Yes. Uh, well, not the coolest thing ever done, but I, it was like <sighs> one of those movies that I watched over and over. Sure. And, I, get um, I revisited it many 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 years later um somewhat recently and the whole time i was watching i was like it's pretty oh, bad it's, rough, right? <laughs> it's, it's better than the edward furlong one <laughs> every like line that they said just i cringed like i cringed so hard and we had different eyes when we were younger i guess and that's that's the beautiful thing about movies is like you know it's it's all periodic it's all where you're at who you are what your interests are it's all it does it's all it changes it does that's, yeah yeah that's awesome that is too funny oh man actually okay over there i'm here i'm me, coming back she's making me nervous like she's fighting somebody it's like somebody keeps pulling her away <laughs> I are we, are we filming another movie here? 
I was just going to say, we didn't, we didn't let you know that uh, Ashley is actually currently filming her new movie right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't forget, she is Wonder Woman, so she's probably changing. Yes. I So you do Wonder Woman on the, on the Walk of Fame? Um, I used to be. For a long time, I haven't <laughs> yeah. been out there for a while. Oh, I was just saying, my God, I was just there when I was age 45. I'm like, I was like, oh, man, what, 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 what the soil? Oh, man. I haven't been out there for a long time, but yeah, I, I was there for a while. That's awesome. And we did oh, wow. APR for our film at the bottom parking garage yep. of the Chinese theater. Can I say that? <laughs> 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 we were trying to yes. find a place that was kind of quiet and the only place is really like if you go all the way down nobody parks there like at all nice so. and they and in their defense they they had to do that because the adr that she had to record was a request from benny the editor and he was very specific he was like you need to tell her that she needs to recreate the ambiance and location as best as she can. Otherwise, this is not going to work at all. So, yep. like, yeah, yep. when we when Ben when Benny and I heard it, we were both like, "Holy shit, this is like perfect!" So, <laughs> thank you. I remember getting that email, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like, <laughs> intimidating instructions where I'm like, where it's like, find a location similar. I'm like, I don't have access to a warehouse. <laughs> warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, Ashley, who's been always always so helpful with it, anything and everything, and um, she's like, if you need help, like let me know. And I'm like, okay, um, I'll just come out to you. And we parked my car, got on foot. We were looking at some parking garages off the Sunset Strip in West Hollywood. Nothing we could find. I think we got locked out of the hotel or some hotel. And then she's like, hmm. You know, when I used to do Wonder Woman on the uh, Walk of Fame, the Chinese theater had a garage downstairs. So that was quite a day. That's hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I forgot where we left off. Who, what I know. Who, who's next? Who, who's next? Uh, Ashley, are your, you said your one through five are all through the house? Yeah, that's my, my top, my one, two, three, four, and five. Oh wow! Okay, my That's number my whole Christmas my, experience. Understood. My number, my number two is Scream. So, Woo. oh, that's right, Scream. That's right. Yeah, you said it before. Yeah. yeah. All right. So for me, when Halloween is over, of course I, I get that post-Halloween hangover because I, I I just love the fall atmosphere, especially when you're in the Northeast up here where I am. The leaves are falling, and it's it's such a nice time of year. Hoodie weather because it's always cold. Actually, it's about thirty-five degrees outside right now. Um, I start getting ready for the holidays, and I, like I said, I don't like to listen to hollow Christmas music. It's too early for the Christmas music, but it's never too early for the original Black Christmas from nineteen seventy-four. No, wow, yeah. that's my number one. That's my number one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, never too early for that film. Never. <laughs> never. I had a feeling. Yeah, it was going that route, wasn't it, Joe? Yeah, yeah. I had that feeling. Pat, they're like, yeah, Pat's a, Pat's a little predictable. We kind of knew that's what it was going to be. No, so, it's uh, a good uh, one, though. Stop it. Stop it.
It's a classic, man. It's a classic. It's a classic. Yeah. It's been remade twice. <laughs> <laughs> Only once decently. The other one, yeah. The last one was pretty bad, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My number one, it just because it's a big salute to a lot of horror films, especially Halloween, is Scream, the very first Scream. No doubt about it. Wes yeah. Craven. Awesome. Wes Craven kicked ass with it, and the cast is awesome. Yeah. And Kevin Williamson, great screenwriter. First and time. Brett, Brett, um, I'm sure when when you first saw it, you saw it in theaters, right? Sure did. No doubt about it. Now, uh-huh. so you probably have the exact same memory. In fact, anybody that saw it in theaters probably has a similar, I shouldn't say exact same, but similar memory that I have is just when we would go to the theater during the holidays of 1996, it was very odd because if I'm not mistaken, Jingle All the Way also came out that year. Put the cookie down. 95, 96. Yeah, Turbo Man. Turbo Man movie. So there would be other like Christmas movies that were playing but literally in our town, it was Bloomington, Indiana, which is where we met, which is a college town because Indiana University is there. Nobody gave a flying fuck about anything but Scream. Like that theater was always packed. And like you would see lines and people like just getting all like rabid about going to see Scream again because yep. they'd seen it like five times already. So like there's something about that movie that I always associate with like tinsel and garland and the christmas tree in the lobby of the oh, wow. you know, movie theater like it's just like it's all one and the same even though again it was the biggest counter programming decision like ever when when the wine scene said let's release this at christmas and like everyone was like you're nuts that movie is going to tank so hard and it was like one of the smartest marketing the smartest choices ever did yep yeah. you know what's funny is much I, you you love it a lot more than me, Lito. I I don't even remember that that it was around that time. Wow, I can remember I, it from other films, obviously, but I remember being in the theater when it came out. I actually was I remember dating, making a ton of money being popular. I was actually dating the girl before my wife, and I remember seeing it there. And and I'm a child of the '70s, so the thing stuck the most was like, I'm like, oh my God, it's the Fonz. Like the Fonz is in this movie because I grew up with Happy Days. And yeah. out of nowhere, you saw Fonzie as the principal. You were like, what the hell's the Fonz doing in this movie? And then when he gets killed, you're like, they just killed the Fonz. <laughs> stab, stab. That was the thing that stood out the most to me. Being a ch- especially, yeah. the, uh, I, I think I, one of the podcasts, I actually brought up a picture of me in my Fonzie costume from like 1977. The old style ones with like the, the mask and everything. Wingler, Wingler's an awesome guy to meet too. Got a kick out of him. He's funny. Nice. Where we leave off? Joe. 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 Number one. Joe. Joe. Our numero uno. So, no, I'll keep it simple. Uh, 1989's Batman. We're oh. talking about Michael Keaton. The best Batman. Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Tim Burton, the darkness. The I, I w- always get into the superhero vibe once we get post-Halloween, you know, November, December, whatever. And I can't think of a better superhero film that meets kind of my liking. Uh, mm-hmm. I could watch the whole, you know, Batman and Batman Returns over and over mm-hmm. and over and over. Uh, so that's my that's my number one. And, and the Prince soundtrack. Come on, come on. It's the Honey best. Man. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. So the best. That's my number one. Yeah. You're okay, Tim Burton man. Like kind of like spin mine off onto that one too. 
That's a number one for holidays. Is that it was my childhood, those movies, that it was very appropriate for what was being pushed on kids like me at that time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Jack Nicholson is one of my favorite actors. And I love that when he's been asked what his favorite role is, it's the Joker. Absolutely. His oh, age. shit. How could how could it not be? Oh, <laughs> it's like have you ever, it's the best. Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? What? Yeah. Where does he get those wonderful toys? He's had a lot of great roles. I, to me, oh. it surprises me that that's his favorite, but it makes sense. It's the best. Yeah. He is the best. Yeah. And actually, yeah. Lindsay missed the first part of it, my, but my number five when we first started was The Shining. Oh, yes. The Shining. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Where do they get a load of me? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> Joe, I just came past Bob the Joker's goon, the old school figure from when I was a kid. I have it. Oh, that's a that's a rare figure, my friend. You gotta scoop that up. I don't think I have his hat anymore. Sorry. Oh, you gotta get it, buddy. Anyways, that's a my good one. first. I, I'm remembering now my first horror movie T-shirt I ever owned. What and I I had. I had to find it. This is before it, well, internet did exist. It did. Uh, but I had to find it in a catalog of t-shirts and it was Jack Nicholson in like his fate, like the close up when he's dragging the ax. It's like that part of the movie, it's his face. Yeah. And I was so excited. I mean, I was all about wearing band t-shirts in the nineties and everything like that. I was a goth kid and, um, so I had my horror movie tea and everybody's like, oh, cool. That's the Undertaker or some shit. And I'm like, <laughs> that's where you go. Smack. What? I grew up in Milwaukee. So I think I think I don't know if it was the time period or where I lived, but a lot of the kids were obsessed with WWE. And I was so pissed off that this this was being mistaken for something else. I Brett, Wisconsin. <laughs> A, a, a Wisconsin. Pat, Pat, I think we we share the love for the scene where he's talking to Wendy. He's like, "I'm just gonna brush your, bash your brains in," and he's like, uh, right he, he's like "Yeah, he just wants." He's like, uh, uh, "He does that shit." Uh, I was like, "Oh my god!" You know, part of that's probably legitimate working with Kubrick, right? Because he was such a nut. <laughs> you guys out of his fucking mind. He's out of his fucking mind. I love. It. I love when he's locked in. He's locked. In, he's locked in the store. George, and he's talking to Wendy, and the shot is brilliant. It's a shot from him, uh, like from below, and he's he's leaning yeah. on the door, and he's just like, she's like, I'm gonna go call help. He's like, go check it out. And I'm watching this as a kid. I'm like, oh my god, is this? It's so creepy, but it's the best. So good. I think we uh, both think. Yeah. Well, uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is my favorite movie of all time. Oh, it's a movie. fucking so, masterpiece. Um, I, I wish Jack was still doing stuff, but I think he's had enough. Without no, he's done. Last I read that nobody has seen him for a few years because he went in full recluse mode and he just um, re-emerged. Yeah, he just came to, went to his first Laker game in a long time, I thought. Right, like yeah. 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 But the way I see it, like a lot of people are like, oh, you know, I, I think a lot, a lot of great actors, like Christopher Walken, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino even, they have, the, I think when they, they're so good at their craft, they made so many wonderful movies that at the end of their mm -hmm. lives, it's just kind of like people, people complain they were lazy. I'm like, well, they got a shtick. They got paid. Right. You're there to enjoy. Well, you know why? Because they have to understand one thing. They're not all Clint Eastwood. 
because hey. Clint Eastwood went on a tear in the last 20 years in the, in the latter part of his life where he was just making, turning out film after film. And it's just like, well, you know what? Some people can do it. Some people get, look at, look at um, uh, Gene Hackman. You seen pictures of what Gene, Gene Hackman. He retired. He's done. He's retired. And there's pictures of him and everybody's like, wow, he doesn't even look the same. I'm like, what do you think happens when you get older? He doesn't but, look bad. You know, you could be like no. a capitalist though. Like, uh, you know, Michael Caine, remember he did Jaws the Revenge. He's like, you paid for my house in the Bahamas. Yeah. <laughs> be, well, be John Carpenter. I'll do anything you want. Just give me a check. Well, Brett, Pat, Brett, uh, and Pat, yeah, What's that there's feeling? that. I was gonna say, there's that the great quote from Michael Caine about that film is people would always ask him, Have you ever actually seen Jaws 4? Because, like, we saw it and we kind of want to hold you accountable. And his response was always the same, mm -hmm. No, I haven't, but I've seen the house that it built and it's beautiful. Yeah, yes. right. That's right. <laughs> hey, the royalties for these legends, man. Come on, let's not forget about the royalties. Let's not forget about that. So they don't need to work anymore. They're retired. They and as well, they should. They've, they've they earned the right. Yeah. To just... I really have to say, working a regular job does suck. So. Oh, it so sucks. Yeah. I, I if somebody like handed me if I was already on top of my game and somebody handed me Jaws four and I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, give me I Sharknado like, okay. 22. I'll do Sharknado 22. Shit, I'm on there. <laughs> I don't care. I don't so, care. uh, real quick, Pat, uh, she asked me to interject. I'll let you go oh, ahead and. Well, my earbuds are dying, so I'm going to pop out, but I'm going to make dinner. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but I'm getting really hungry. She's getting, we were both sitting her here and we were like muting the microphone every now and then. I was like, your stomach just did a good one. And she's like, your if stomach you guys, just did a good one. Anybody's got to jump, go yeah. right ahead. We yeah, we're go. I wanted to say bye and too. thank you all. You're more than welcome to jump off if you have to, yeah. but we're going to keep going because that's what we do. Because Yeah. yeah. So I got to go. I got to go as yeah. well because I got to go check on the snoring honey. You got to go. <laughs> thank you all. We're all going. Thank you guys so much for having us. And, and we're gonna reach out. So, what we can? What's the best way to reach out to you guys in December so we can do the watch along of all through through the house? Either Lido or or me. All right, so I'll reach out to Lido and he can set up. He'll set up. Yeah. Lido, you're the one. What, what night uh, is works best for the three of you though? Yeah, just so I know. We usually do it on Tuesday nights, but if it works better a different night, we can uh, we can fine. work through it. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, we're, we're easy. Not free. We're Tuesday nights are no good. The December one we're yeah. talking about. Oh yeah, I wouldn't be able to do Tuesday night, but any other night is fine. What's a good night okay. for you guys? Because we're flexible, so it doesn't make a difference for us. Okay. We well, just tend to do it down early in the month. Too. Yeah, we'll we'll talk, and then I'll try and send that out to yeah. Ashley and as I'll, soon as possible. Yeah, yeah let us I'll know. Talk to my my brother too, because um, I have to check in with his schedule, but I know that he'll be for sure down for it. Yeah. So just you guys let us know and we have plenty of time to coordinate it. Pick a date that works for you guys and we'll work around it. So don't awesome. even worry about it. And you guys, if, and I mean this sincerely, thank you guys so much for your time. Thank you. If yes. you guys have anything, like I said, we don't have the huge reach, but we're doing okay. You're more than welcome to come on and say, Hey Pat, I'm doing this, doing a film. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm doing some music. Like Lindsay does music. You want to come on? Just reach out to us. We're those guys because uh, we, we love this. As you can yes. see, because we're going on three hours. Cause we just love this. Awesome. Thank you. Well, 
thank you. And I can't wait to, you know, chat again soon. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much. So who's staying here? Who's going to hang out? Uh, Brett, you got to hang out for a couple of minutes. Joe's got to go. Yeah, we can do it. I'll do the clothes with you. Yeah, we'll just okay. do, do our close. We'll do our closing, but I'll let Ashley, Lindsay go. Lito, if you want to hang out, unless you want to go while she's making dinner, you can hang out with us if you want. <laughs> we're just we're closing it out after it. So yeah, yeah we're gonna close right. it out. But thank you so much, guys. Bye. Thank bye. you. Nice meeting thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Hi. Hey. If you want to wait, we're just basically just going to close it out. We'll do some shameless, quick shameless plugs. Actually, Brett, you want to do a collectible spotlight since you didn't do it last week? Is it the same as last week? Yeah, that Italian poster. Do you still have that? Italian H2O poster? Yeah, that huge ass poster I hadn't opened up in a long time. Filth Florin. Right, I do. Hold on. Yeah, it's cute. Wow. You have that, right? I do. Those The Italian posters are ginormous. Yeah, it came out to what forty six by sixty or something like that. Some odd well, size. Well, this is so the Italian posters tend to be come in three different sizes. There's that Locandina one, which is the long skinny one. There's so what sizes? So th this is one piece. One piece. I think it's like forty six right. by sixty. Or and something then the like other that. one I have is oh god, I forget what the size it is. But they come in two sections. You have to put them together. They're oh, so big. That's right. They're yeah, two you've pieces. Seen that. Yeah, they, wow. they're like they're like they're like billboards. Because I remember when I first the first time I got one years ago, and I called it up. I go, they're like, and I sent them. In, I, I bought it on eBay. I'm like, wow, this thing looks awesome. And it comes in two pieces, and and it's perfectly symmetrical. Like it's not like it's torn apart. It, it's you know it's it's machined <laughs> that way. So I reached out. And I go, why is this in two pieces? And they're like, it's supposed to be in two pieces. That's the way those pieces those posters are. They're too wow. big to they're too big to send out in one piece. I was like, oh, yeah. okay. That, and I have several ones like that. So I was like, oh, that makes sense. This was the very first thing I ever bought at my very first convention I ever went to, Wizard World, in 2000. Chicago here. Long time ago. Very cool. So what wow. did I have in my... I forget what I had for my... Um, what did I find? Oh, I did this feeling nostalgic because I'm still feeling that Halloween hangover and everybody I've told everybody the story of when I first saw Halloween which was on HBO October 31st 1980 so I was pleasantly surprised to pick this up on eBay probably about 10 years ago this is one of the promotional press photos for when, when wow. it premiered on HBO back in 1980 wow that's awesome, that's awesome. So it was yeah. very, I, this popped up and I'm like, uh, yeah, I want to have this. So yeah, I was a sniper. I got it at the last second. I was a dick, but I'm like, this needs to, this needs <laughs> to be in my collection <laughs> for sentimental reasons. And the funny thing is, so if you actually go on, uh, YouTube, there's a guy, I forget his name. He put like, he used to put up a bunch of different bumpers from like HBO intros from when you watch, when you used to watch HBO back in the day, mm -hmm. he's got the, he's got the bump. He's, He's got the bumper from the end of Halloween on October 31st, 1980. The first time I saw it. So you hear the last couple of bars of the Halloween soundtrack. And then it, the bumper shows magic because magic came on up the, with Anthony Hopkins. That's right. And, that was on YouTube. We, we, you and I found it once. And remember, I brought it up on one of the shows and I played it. So you hear that and then it shows magic right after that. And then it shows you the intro into magic. And I reached out to the guy. I'm like, where did you get this from? And he posted like how he's got all these videos and he actually has a video that from a recording of Halloween on VHS from that night. 
And I'm like, and I told him, and but he's like this big guy. He's, ah, I don't want to pirate anything. I'm like, no, I'm not going to pirate it. I just want that copy because this is the first time I saw it, even though it's just like a recording. But he, he never got back to me. So magic. That that's be, a good film. That's <laughs> like great. That's a great film. Richard Attenborough. <laughs> Richard Attenborough uh, and Margaret. Burgess Meredith. And Burgess Meredith. That's right. He it's was the same that too. Same birthday as Joe and my daughter. <laughs> November you 16th. see Burgess Meredith get drowned in that water. You what? It's like seriously, who's gonna kill? Why would you kill Burgess Meredith? Why would you kill the penguin? <laughs> why would you? Why would you kill Mick? Yeah, Mickey. Yeah. Come on, Rock. Get me, get me, Mick. Or the horny old man and freaking the grumpy old men movies. <laughs> he was so good in those That's movies. Right. Oh God. <laughs> Gonna put the hot dog in the bun. <laughs> All right, so we'll do our, our quick shameless plugs for the channel because by that time, hopefully, Lito's dinner's going to be ready. And we don't want it to get cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to go next door to my neighbor's house and probably watch what's left of the football game or catch up on what the hell happened today. I don't even know who was, who was the 8 o'clock game tonight, the 8.30 game. Uh, Buffalo and Bills, somebody. Bills and uh, Bengals. Okay, so I'll, I'll go it's catch a good game. It. He was texting me. He's like, you still on? I'm like, yeah, I'm still on. I'll, I'll, I'll be. Um, so let's do this real quick and we'll do some shameless plugs. So for those that don't know, so, so quick Lita, while I got you. So I know Ashley was mentioning probably her Patreon. How can people find out where she decides to release this? Okay. So, um, so if, if people want just... to go forward and, and so, and so we can obviously throw it out there too. Yes. So, um, if you go, let me real quick, make sure that it's, that I don't give you the wrong. We did an inhaler in this poster. Maybe to make one of the L's an inhaler. <laughs> I was, I sort of was always like, you know me. Even though people would be like, why is there an inhaler on this? Thing? Here's, they would have here's mine off. right here. <laughs> you, you see me. <laughs> so um, if you go to Patreon, you can search, uh, use the search bar to just search Ashley Mary Noons or, uh, or you could just type in patreon.com forward slash Ashley Mary Noons. And the last name is spelled N-U-N-E-S. So it's it's pronounced a little differently appropriate uh, apparently than it's than you would think it is. Because everybody always, I think, says Nunez. Um, and I, I actually said Nunez for years before <laughs> Todd was very kind about it. He was like, it's actually Noons. And I was like, oh, okay. Yep, so. Yeah, when well, Nunez, yeah, I do. think you have the Z at the end. Yeah, usually Nunez has got the Z, the Spanish version of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can find it. You can find it there. And I think she, she was trying to decide which uh, tier she was going to do to to give people to access it. So I can't say for sure, but she will more than likely post updates on Instagram and all those places, or Final Girls Bloodbath, and any of the pages will have that information on there. All right. and, and then we'll find out and we'll post it too. Just, just let me know yeah. where it's going and we'll get, you know, us, we'll throw it everywhere we can. Thank um, you guys. Yeah. So that's this that. A lot of and, fun. Uh, yeah. So everybody, we're always live every Sunday night, eight, eight o'clock Eastern uh, on YouTube. But then you'll be, if you guys don't want to see our beautiful faces, you might want to see Lido's. You don't want to see our faces. No. <laughs> we'll, tomorrow morning we'll be streaming on these beautiful platforms here. So if you just want to listen to us, we're streaming tomorrow. Um, what else we got on here? Make sure you subscribe to the channel. It helps the brother out. Helps us find some more people we can annoy the hell out of. Make sure if you're on Facebook, go check out the horror movie podcast 
our Facebook group. It tells you what's going on in the channel. I'm trying to get more people to like come out of their shell and, and, and post, not just me. I'm like, come on, guys. The water's warm. Post as much as you want. <laughs> um, That's those, difficult. That's difficult to do. It is. It's like, come on, guys. Yeah. Um, nobody bites. So I'm doing, I have my 1031 subscribers giveaway. We're just under 100 people. So when the channel hits 1,031 subscribers, I will give away one of my non-exclusive Dr. Chalice figures because it's not exclusive anymore. And to, to sweeten the pot, this coming Friday, I'm going to Monster Mania where I'm going to have it signed by Mr. Tom Atkins himself. So you're going to get a signed copy of it. So that'll enhance That's awesome. it better. Yep. That's so, awesome. Yep. So uh, make sure you subscribe. You did a great job uh, on it. So this this Tuesday, our, our next watch along is Tuesday night. We're watching the Slumber Party Massacre. The drill. Um, <laughs> come watch the drill the, the driller killer. You guys are pretty. What's his I name? Thorn, right? I, I love you guys. Kevin He's Thorne. so creepy. I love that guy. He does yeah. he does good vengeance too. He's gonna be at Days mm -hmm. of the Dead here. Yeah. Gotta, yeah. gotta get my shout figure signed. Yeah. <laughs> so we're watching Slumber Party Massacre this Tuesday night, eight uh, uh eight Eastern. Um, and this Wednesday, we're we're finishing oh, the Halloween the 2018 novel. We finished the last chat, last ten chapters, thirty one through forty. So as soon as we finish this, two weeks after that, we're doing what? Starting Halloween Kills. <laughs> <laughs> we're going straight to Halloween Kills. We're going to read that novelization. And admittedly, I don't read any of these books. I do Audible. I don't have time to read. I just listen. On, I listen on my way back and forth to work. <laughs> So God, whatever, God whatever way you got to get it done. I'm just kind of laughing to myself because I'm thinking the novelization of Halloween kills chapter one, Michael fucks some people up. Okay. Chapter two, Michael fucks more people up. Chapter three, Michael kills somebody. <laughs> oh my God. What the hell? What the, anything? Michael else gets his house movie? back. <laughs> Rinse repeat. <laughs> yeah. Cause that movie was savage, man. Um, so, do you hear John Carpenter saying that's his favorite of the new movies? Yes, he did say this was his favorite of the three. He's like, by far. I was like, oh! Damn. Admittedly, if it wasn't for the hospital nonsense, it's, this yeah. probably would have been my favorite because those flashback scenes gave oh. me goosebumps. It took me right back to being I, a kid in 1980. It's a oh. good popcorn Halloween film. It is. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wish they would have did more with the legacy characters than just have them there to, to just basically kill them off. Well, well, the original concept was this movie was mostly going to be in 78, and then the third movie was going to finish off the night instead of being, what, three years later, two years later, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. and I, it's funny because, again, not to be that guy, but if we're talking about what we, you know, in a perfect world would have loved to have seen, I almost wish that Halloween Kills would have been like the Godfather Part Two of the Halloween franchise go back and forth between 78 and present day. And like, maybe somebody mentions like when he was in the hospital, like they said he spent, you know, years on end, just not doing anything. And then mm -hmm. go to a flashback of Loomis, like trying to reach him and try like, show us a little more of that because fans, that fans have wanted that. It's a great analogy. And that's a mm -hmm. great idea. I didn't even think of that. That's, that's actually really good. Yeah, that would have been, awesome. that that been perfect. That would have been yeah. perfect. If they would have did that and just kept going back and pulling pieces of it like that. I mean, they only did it twice. Yeah. And the, and not film. too much even because because you don't even need that much because the flashbacks were so well done. Like literally, I was with you. I saw that. I think I told you I saw it at a preview screening 
in February, the year it was supposed to come out. I think it was right before the pandemic. And we had to sit on having seen the movie and having seen those flashbacks in a preview screening. We couldn't mm -hmm. tell anybody anything about it because we signed paperwork until the next year that fall when it came out, because all I wanted to do is just scream to the heavens. Like the flashbacks are so good. Like, Oh, so oh, Lito, I was in the theater by myself because I saw. So 2018, I saw with my wife and my son, because my daughter, you know, too, too coolio for Scolio to go out with your parents. So she didn't go. So it was the three. So, and then when kills came out, everybody was busy. I forget what they were doing. So I went to the Thursday night screening because, you know, they always open up the night before. So yep. I I knew the flashback scene was coming. I was that guy that was an asshole that somebody sent me the script and I read it to see because I just can't wait when it comes to Halloween. The leaked script was pretty close, though. Pretty. It, it was pretty accurate. But if you read the, the, the leaked script, it didn't it didn't show you like five minutes in. You were into the flashback scene because it did not show that. No. So I like we're sitting in the theater and it was packed. I'm by myself, and they went back to 78. And I was like, I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some guys look at me like, yeah. I was like, hey, dude, we just went back to 78, and like, and like I'm around all these younger kids, and I'm the old fart there, and I was like, yeah, like I'm like, I'll stay here. This is where I want to stay. Yeah. Don't leave. Stay right here. Yeah. Or go and back and like, forth like that Godfather two stuff. Yeah. So then we could have saw how that idiot Tarhain got involved or whatever the hell his name was. No, nah, not really. You didn't have to bring him back. <laughs> so yeah, we'll we'll be starting a novelization. So we're gonna we're gonna read through the novelization. I don't even remember what else did I put on here. Oh, I'm still in my what ifs on how many how I could make the thumbnail make Brett laugh. So I dropped my <laughs> I, I dropped my Halloween young, Rob Zombies what if the Yahoo serious Einstein here. <laughs> And then this Thursday, you're going to get my what if for Halloween too. Good lord, perfection! Man. The Viking, Viking Myers, Viking Myers. <laughs> yeah. So that'll be on Thursday. And what else is? Um... Oh, I'm psyched about this. I got back on my '70s movie reviews. And <laughs> what one of uh, the creepiest films from the '70s? If you've not seen Alice Sweet Alice, go back and watch Alice Sweet Alice. Look at that! Yeah. Such a creepy, creepy film. Have you guys seen it? Nope. I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember if I have. What is the basic plot? The the basic plot is it's called Alice Sweet Alice because there's 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 uh um it, it's a story of a mother. She's divorced. Okay. She has two children, two two girls. One girl okay. is right around the time the daughter is supposed to make her first Holy Communion. They're very religious. They go to a Catholic school. Yes. 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 And um. And and the young girl is is a young Brooke Shields, the, the yeah. daughter is Brooke Shields, so she's getting all these accolades. And the older sister Alice, who's a little off, a little dark, is all pissed, and she's just jealous, and all this other shit goes on. So long, long story short, Brooke Shields gets killed. She gets strangled, which is pretty odd to see a kid get strangled and killed. And it was Brooke Shields. Kit not only just killed, wow. but like not to spoil it to be too spoilery, but she gets killed in, in, in some other ways. So other things happen too. So long story short, the whole film, the the parents are not suspecting Alice, but the police are, and things keep happening. And the, and the reason you see this famous shot of this weird mask 
wrapped in this yellow like raincoat is the raincoat is it's like a raincoat and it, on a, if you ever watched it when you watch the film it's emblazoned with the catholic school i think which was it saint joseph's saint thomas something like that i forget is emblazoned on there so that all the kids have it so you don't know who it could be or whatever and it turns out that alice has this mask so that they start suspecting her she goes after the aunt who's a little leery of her and sort of blames her so there's a lot of crazy shit that happens in this film including the landlord of the film the landlord of the of the house that they're living in was this big huge fat guy who basically he's, he's like a instead of being the cat lady crazy cat lady he's a crazy cat cat guy like he lives with these huh. cats he's feeding them cat food and then he's eating it out, out of the out of, out of the cat uh can and everything it's just a very creepy film and they go after him. Long story short, it's a twist ending without spoiling okay. it. If you guys haven't yeah. seen it, where the person that's actually doing the killing, which obviously I just spoiled it because it's not Alice. Um, it's, the, <laughs> it's, the, it's, the, it's the last person to expect that, that she would kill people. And then when you find out the reason why and how she's discovered towards the end, hmm. it, it's just, it's a very creepy atmospheric film. Um, and it's very, it's very in the vein of like, if you watch it, I think when I did my review, I, I said the way it's shot, it's very, um, it's not demonic, but the way it's mm -hmm. shot and the way it's framed almost run, reminds you a lot of the omen. And it was, right. it, it, it was also released in 76. So I feel like I've, I feel like I've probably, I feel like I've probably seen, uh, parts of it, but I probably saw it when I was so young that I, d I don't remember, honestly. But now that you've described it, I want to go back and watch it. So yeah, it's, it's very creepy, very atmospheric. Um, the only people in it that you'll recognize that's that really went a oh, the, actually the one oh god, what's her name? The woman that plays the mother. Oh shit! I think I wrote it down because I could, I can't I don't remember names anymore. Long story short, the woman that plays the mother of Brooke Shields and Alice is Jackie Gleason's daughter. And she was married to, I'm forgetting his name in real life. Is it, um, is it Jason Miller, Father Karras from Exorcist? Yes. She was married to him. And her, huh. their son is Jason, is, um, who's the actor, his son? Jason Patrick? Jason Patrick. Yeah. yeah. So this is his mother who plays the mother of Alice in this film. Wow. Yeah. All right. So it's, it's, that's it's, a lineage. Yeah. Yeah. Very, it's very, it's, it's a fun, creepy, and it's just, it's about just shy of two hours, but I think it was about an hour and 50 minutes. Look at those eyes. Woohoo. Yeah. And when you, <laughs> it, it's, it's just got some, for the time, especially around the time of, of being released around the Omen, it's got, it's got a lot of like the Catholic, I grew up a Catholic. I went to Catholic school for 12 years. It's got the whole lineage and, and the way some of the Catholics were like, shh, shh, shh. And some mm -hmm. of the weird shit that goes around it. it. It's a fun movie to watch, maybe for like a younger generation. It might be a little dated, but yeah, horror. If you're a, like a horror cinephile and of my age group, or just like movies in general, like you guys are, you, you'll 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 enjoy it. Sweet. So that'll be out. Um, I think next Friday. I haven't even edited it yet. I was going to edit it today. Just didn't have the time. So that'll be out next Friday. And then also when you be watching it, oh, I did this video interview uh, on Halloween with uh, this guy, Greg, from the Mean Machine Radio Show. We had a lot of fun. And he's got the same mindset as us. Same movies, 
same six sense of humor. So go check them out. And all you collectors, reach out to us because now that Halloween's over and cosplayers want to have some people on the on the channel. Just bring some people in and just have some awesome. fun. And those are all the same as plugs. And uh, you guys, anything else you guys want going on? Anything you got, Lito? Throw it out there. No, just uh, again, just check us out on social media and uh, watch for announcements about the film when it comes out on the 17th. And I've always got some crazy shenanigans going on. So I, you'll find that on the website or on my Instagram or maybe X. I don't know. I'm so I'm not on X that op- often. So maybe don't go there, but just thank you guys again. You guys are awesome. And every time we get together with you, you know, it's like, I'm never, my schedule is crazy because Jennifer and I run an independent business outside of everything else that we do. Mm. And um, it's like, I never have time to watch stuff, generally speaking, or play video games. I I, I have to even make time for Chicago sports that I really want to watch, even though who wants to watch the bears these days. But um when, when we joined you for the Halloween four watch along, we had such a blast. Like we, like it was so fun. So like, if anybody's like on the fence about doing the watch alongs, you guys have got to attend. Cause that, that was a hoot. Like, seriously, that was a lot of fun. So I told yeah. her, I was like, we got to try and make some more of these if we can. Cause it was a, it was awesome. It, it was, that was on a weekend, right? That was on a weekend. Yeah. Was it a Saturday? Yeah. It was on a Saturday. That's that right. was uh yeah. And also yeah. if, uh, if Lito, because you know, because you're a buddy of ours. If so, if we announce a watch along of something that that you're really familiar with, or you want to jump in on, just send yeah, us a message. Just say, hey, Pat, All I'd right. love to sit on this because it's one of my favorites or whatever. Just give us a shout out, man. I'll just send you the link, and you better hop on. Uh oh, <laughs> oh, we did an we, idea. Didn't we do? Did we do Phantasm yet? I don't think we did Phantasm. We reviewed it. I know we reviewed it. Hold well on. I keep a database. Maybe we did. Everything we do because I don't remember shit anymore. Hold on. I mean, look, I thought we did. I know we did. I know we reviewed it. And of course it was reviewed very highly. But while um, you're looking, Pat, I will say, go, anybody watch The Fall of the House of Usher. I really enjoyed it with Edgar Edgar Allan Poe stuff. Very good. I'm only halfway through it. If you're a big Stallone fan, watch his documentary. It kind of ends kind of abruptly, but it's still well worth it on Netflix. Came out on Friday. Check it out. Sly. Sly. That's right. The Arnold one was good too. Okay. Yes. So no, we did. So here's the deal. We did not do Phantasm. You're right. I just looked at my database. So this week, just on Tuesday, we're doing um Slumber Party Massacre. Would you be available the following Tuesday? And we'll do Phantasm. Or Tuesday's no good. Let me check. I, I, let me check, and I'll let you know. It, yeah, we're, the... we're not gonna find out. We like next week around this time, we would probably figure it out, right? Or Pat? Yeah, you let me know. Guess to uh, we'll okay. guess we'll throw it out there because I I thought we did it. I knew we reviewed it. We gotta do Chopping Mall, or did we do Chopping Mall? Did we? No, we can do that? Chopping Mall too. We, oh God, there's so many movies we can do. We can do it every night of the week, <laughs> as far as I care. <laughs> we just we're gonna start that Tales from the Dark Side stuff. <laughs> Ooh. And that's sorting too. Yeah, we want to sort that tales from the dark side too. I figure we do two or three episodes a night or once a week or something. Figure it out. Once every two weeks. Whatever yeah. works. The yeah, thing so I always tell oh, sorry. Know, the thing I let us let us know about the following Tuesday if you if you can do I it. Will. And if you can't do it on a Tuesday, as long as we can figure out a different night that we're yeah. we all could do it, we're flexible. Sweet. Well, I appreciate that. And and the thing I always tell 
Jennifer, that's my biggest gripe about getting older is the older I get, the more I realize there's just not enough time in every single day. In day. Like, yeah. There just isn't. About it. It's just, there's not. It's a, I tell my wife all the time, it's great to sleep in, but to get the day started, you could get a lot of stuff accomplished. Yep. That's why, as my wife, ask her how much I sleep. I sleep literally <sighs> four hours a night. But you know why? Because I'm like, I enjoy sleep, but I don't have time to sleep. Because it's not like, I have to do this. I need to get this done. I need to get that done. And I'm like, if I sleep, I'm like, I'm not going to get it done. So I know. Yeah. Like, we're done here. I'm going to work for like probably another hour. <laughs> yeah. So. When we get done here, I'm going to go next door to my neighbor who's sitting in the man cave. <laughs> I have a beer with him and uh, hang out and chat for a little bit. So Sunday night is, Sunday night is the best night for me because I, I try to get everything ready for Sunday night so we can do this podcast. Then when we're done, I can relax. And then the, the week starts. There's work. And then, tomorrow, like I said, tomorrow is different because tomorrow we probably go out to dinner for anniversary. Shout out to the wife. 24 years of putting up with me. She should get a medal. And um, <laughs> yeah. Congrats. The proof, the proof is in the pudding. Those that say opposites, opposites don't attract, false. So, funny story, real quick. Shout out to my wife. I don't know if I've told you guys. I think I told Brett this story. 25, 24 years ago, before, so we both got married Catholic in the Catholic faith. Usually you go and do what they call pre-cana, where you go and meet with the priest and you sit there and talk about your relationship and all this, your goals and your plans for the future and all this other stuff. It's like a retreat. It's yeah, so uh, the, well, they send you on a retreat too. So we did the yeah. retreat. So at the end, they give you like this test. It's like it's like the PSATs. So they put us in different rooms to give us a test. Following week, we could go back to the priest from our parish. That uh, my, my mother used to be a, a CCD teacher, so we knew the priest pretty well. And the deacon. He's like, well, we're going over your results, and uh, I have to be honest with you. I don't think you guys should get married. <laughs> and we're like, wow. So, admittedly, my wife looked at me and gave me a dirty look because when we left, I said, I told her, I said, yeah, do you remember the, the test about they asked you a question about like, uh, have you thought about homosexual tendencies and all that stuff? And I said, of course I have. I put yes for everything. And then I said, you didn't do it. I'll kill you. I said, no, I'm only kidding. And uh, so we go back there, and he's like, well, you guys are like off the charts opposite. And I'm like, we look at each other like, we needed a test to tell you that. <laughs> we could have we told you that without a test. We knew, yeah. And uh, truth be told, I could name 10, 10 of my friends that we've grown up with in the last 20-some odd years that are divorced and opposites attract. Divorce rate's pretty high 24, nowadays. 24 years later, we're still here. And for some reason, well, she's, she hasn't killed me yet. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe there's something wrong. Well, with I mean, I feel you on that. Jennifer and I are similar in some ways, but in a lot of ways, we're completely different. She's an introvert and I'm an extrovert and just a lot of different you know, exactly. ways of thinking. But yep. that's what makes it work. And we're going on uh, 24 years together and 22 years married. So Good for God you. Bless your we're together awesome. 27 years. We're married 24. Congrats. Crazy, crazy stuff, and and uh, it's just. Well, these guys know they've they've talked to my wife, and 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 it's funny. It's just funny stories when Brett and I were on on the Horace Hollow Ground tour, and the wife was back at the hotel for age forty five, and she's like, "Oh, I don't know what to do," and I'm like, oh, "I'm like, whatever you want to do. I, I I have to go to the mall, go shop, whatever you feel like doing, sweetie. Just go do." We're sitting. So what what am I getting, Brett? I'm getting pictures of Joe and Mary Beth with my wife at the bar. Hey, Brett's like, 
uh, Joe was like, hey, look, we found this hottie at the bar. And I'm like, she's hanging out at the bar partying without me. What the hell? <laughs> That's in such a rush to get back. There was so much I'm like, fun. come on, show Ixnay on the tour. We got to get back to the bar. <laughs> I love it. God, you're thinking, yeah, 2023. I've known my wife 30 years this year, but we've only been together for 14. So, oh, knowing time. my wife, I've known my wife. Jesus Christ. Let's see. I'm 51. I've probably known her. It's a damn shame when you marry one of your sister's friends. 40, 45 years because we grew up in the same town, my wife and I. I actually used to hang out with her sister, her older sister, and her brother. I used to get drunk with her brother. But we grew up together. We knew each other in just different circles. And we never we just knew each other from school and never thought anything of it. And then started dating in our 20s, which was weird. I remember telling my friend, like, who are you dating? I'm like, Kathy Willow. He's like, Kathy from high school? How the hell did you start hanging out with her? Just very it weird. Clicked. It just clicked. Yeah. Just strange, strange shit. So, yeah, we'll be doing dinner tomorrow night. You know, all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. It's a Monday. And. The more anniversaries you celebrate, the less uh, you kind of do. Unless it's a weekend. But next year, we're going to Ireland for our 25th anniversary. So Nice. Nice. Oh, well, we got to include Lido in our convention. Right? We talked about maybe March of next year doing our own Oh, yeah. Lido was asking about that. That's right. A horror movie podcast convention where we're going to go to Salt Lake City to do four or five oh, yeah, 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 yeah. locations. Yeah. Yeah. So I let me I, know. And I told yeah, the wife, my wife loves to travel. That, seriously. Wife loves to travel. I say we're going someplace. She's like, she's in. So I said, we're going to go to Salt Lake City. She's like, okay. Yeah. It's all, it's, it's not much of a drive for us, honestly. So how, how long a drive is it from LA to Salt Lake City? To like I think, Utah? I think it was about, it was about eight hours to get to Salt Lake City total, which really? and we split it. That's into, it? Yeah. We, sp- we split it into two days and it was, it was nothing. So. Oh, have you been to the locations out there? Never been. All right, so we have to do some research. We have to go back and watch Sean Clark's videos. <laughs> yeah, he's, he did. He did all three of them. He so. did all three. Yeah, we yeah. have to go back and make sure we have them all planned out. I remember. I, I asked him when we were on the bus. Talked. He's like, dude, yeah, you can't do those three movies in one day. No, that's, that's why we, we figure we do like a long weekend. Go out. Go. I'm gonna do. So you can at least of, enjoy and spend time. Yeah. Figure I'll do like the same thing I did for H45. Go out um, Thursday to Sunday, or leave on a Monday, or something like that. Because right around that time, my my birthday is February 6th. My wife is March 5th. We're exactly one year apart. She's older. I just look 10 years older than her. So I, I, we, we could just make it like a, a birthday thing. Hey, there's not, nothing wrong with marrying an older woman. <laughs> yeah. Especially when, so years ago, when we first started dating, truth be told, she's not a smoker anymore. She was a smoker when we first met. She's since quit. But we'd go out and... and She'd always get she'd always get proof because she's got a baby face and she's like four feet tall. And then we go out to a bar like, oh, let's go we go see a show. We're gonna go out and have some drinks. And you go to walk into a bar and you have to show your ID. So she shows her ID. You're like, okay, you're good. I go to show my not you, sir. You're okay. <laughs> I'm like, what am I, a fucking father? <laughs> no, she's older than me. <laughs> yeah, that was always the fun part. She got good genes, man. <laughs> yep. Yeah, seriously. Oh, Greg, Greg's back. Look at that. See, it's funny. How many people come back and be like, you guys are still on? Well, we're just about off. <laughs> yeah, we'll head out. Yeah. Lito's got to go eat. We can keep talking. I'm going to get going. And uh, so 
Everybody, like, subscribe, comment. Make sure you check out. I'm going to throw it up here one last time as we're heading out. But check Final out Girls Final Blood Girls Bloodbath on Facebook. And uh, it, it when it finally comes out, depending on where to decide where it is, whether it's Patreon, it, it's worth every penny because it's a lot of fun. It's a short like, film. It's, it's a short, short film, but you know what? It 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 doesn't seem as short as it is. But so it doesn't it doesn't seem short, and and for as short as it is, the, the effects are pretty rad. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was gonna say so, and we didn't want to spoil too much of that. I was gonna say, how what was it like getting all that on you? <laughs> yeah, so. it's nothing, everybody, nothing new for me. <laughs> no, everybody go check it out. So, and we'll be back on Tuesday night. We're doing um, Slip of Running Massacre this Tuesday night. We'll be back live on Wednesday night when I tell you guys about um, the last 10 chapters of 2018 because Brett and Joe won't read them. I I do read them. <laughs> I listen to them. Uh, all right. Joe, Joe, let the cat out of the bag. Joe's just like, we don't have to read. Pat reads it and just tells us about it. I <laughs> listen to work. <laughs> I listen to him. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't care. I'm a geek. It is what it is. I don't even think I read any of the other books. I just, yeah, we did the, well, the other guy did the, uh, the other, the original novelizations. We had the YouTube videos. <laughs> we got to reach out to that guy, Pat. <laughs> yeah, I, I will. Oh, I reached out to Nicholas Grabowski from part four and he never got back to me. Yeah. It's funny. He likes stuff I post. He's in groups I'm in and likes shit. But I sent him this a message, never answered it. He's due said, to make another version of Halloween 4. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we're doing Halloween 4. We'd love to have you on. Never answered that and never got back to me. Um, so be it. But so, you know what? Watch you guys hang on. We'll say our quick goodbyes after the fact. Everybody, thanks again. Like, subscribe, comment. Good all night. that bullshit. Happy horse shit. Thanks for sticking out for three hours and 36 minutes. We didn't beat our record. Close. But we didn't beat it. <laughs> next time. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.